Sorry, that shut me. Mm. <laughs> I was, I was I've never heard you ask about a well-being before. <laughs> Started making change. <laughs> become a more positive person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's <laughs> see how long this lasts. You know. <laughs> Should we introduce the show to our darling listeners? Yes. Today we're going to talk about the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. I might find myself jumping off the fence a bit about this one. To be fair. But, yeah, um, we're going to talk about that and... Did someone... <laughs> just shot me! No, it's the computer, isn't it? Oh, it's the computer, is yeah. it? <laughs> Who convenient! <laughs> <laughs> it's like me blaming it on the dog! Somebody <laughs> needs to tell me. <laughs> was that an actual fart or was it the computer? It wasn't me. It was the computer. Why does your computer make fart noises? <laughs> I mean, I know we're unprofessional, but that would have been a first. Yeah. One of us just casually lifting a cheek. Hold <laughs> <laughs> <All> on, lads. <laughs> oh, I followed through. You could have blamed your new sofa, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. why, why does your computer make fart noises? Um, I don't know, do I? That's no. Microsoft. Right. Should we start again? <laughs> well, not actually start again. But we're talking about the Bermuda Triangle. There we go. Right. And, uh, and what's the, the usual format of our rambling? Well, first of all, we're going to speak about some weird news for a bit, and uh, it's going to take half an hour. Then we'll get on to the main thrust of today's topic. Whoa. Yes, and then uh, finish off with some more weird news. And uh, speaking of weird news, here's the jingle, and then we'll hear some weird shit. Yay! Fantastic. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. And here we go. That's very, uh, very uh, craft work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, uh, that's our jingle. I'm quite proud of it. Uh, so yes, what's in the weird fucking news this week? Right, uh, one I found from the Independent: evil paraglider flying low over Sussex seafront and shouting abuse at people. An evil paraglider? <laughs> evil, in quotation marks, evil what paraglider. What evil? Because he's, he's shouting. Yeah. <laughs> His language, foul and obscene, says victim. <laughs> All right. Um, police are hunting a rogue paraglider who intimidates people by flying low over a Sussex seafront and shouting abuse. <laughs> Maybe British. shitting on them. <laughs> if he was shitting on them, then it would be evil. Yeah. <laughs> Um, officers in Brexit on sea have received more than a dozen complaints about the man's airborne antisocial behaviour in the last two years. The aggressive paraglider launches from Galley Hill, which overlooks the town beach. He's also accused of causing criminal damage and obstructing roads. Uh, <laughs> what's his problem? What's, what's he trying to achieve with his ranting and raving from the skies? I, d- I don't know. He just hates people, probably. I mean, you'd think. I don't know, I'm assuming here, which I know you should never do, but 
Do you think the feeling of soaring high above the, the ground below you on your, what's he on? A paraglider. When you feel sort of peaceful and free and... Tranquil. You know, yeah, not like, Ooh, you fucking ground people, you fucking floor-dwelling scum cunt, fuck you! <laughs> maybe, maybe he's trapped permanently on the paraglider. <laughs> I wish I could just walk! <laughs> But my legs have androphid. <laughs> I'm welded to the sleeping bag part <laughs> by, of this. By my own faecal matter. Encrusted <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, around him. Yeah, just, his skin and the sleeping bag are now one. What's it called? Like a chrysalis that like a caterpillar. Yeah. <laughs> chrysalis <laughs> of shit. Oh. <laughs> We're making a lot of assumptions about this guy. Yeah, we are. As we, as we can make all the assumptions we want because he's not been caught. Ah, oh. We can throw whatever psychological profile what's, we want it there. Was it sort of shoot him down? How hard is it to catch him? <laughs> and he's flying along the sea. I'm just crashing the sea. <laughs> get the get the lifeboat people out straight away. Are we fine? Yeah, you can have. Well, you, oh, don't call them and have bets on if you shoot him out of the sky and he lands in the sea, bleed to death or drown. Which is first? Well, no, because you just shoot the paraglider, wouldn't you? It's a bigger target. You just blow enough holes in his paraglider. He just spin mm. down, crash okay. into the sea. That's the more humane. Uh, <laughs> I was about literally shooting him in the leg or something. Headshot. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll never find out why you did it. Fuck him. <laughs> Judge Dredd shooting down. Oh yeah, he would. Yeah. We, we don't have Judge Dredd in this country. You don't have a license for that paraglider. High X. Explodes him out of the sky. Do you remember the old lawgivers in the comics that had that really little shit switch? Yeah. At the top? <laughs> but they were still cool. As yeah, fuck. they were still cool as fuck. They had a dial. Like, they yeah. weren't as good as just saying high X. <laughs> Or stun or kill or whatever. It's yeah, incendiary. I like that one in the new movie where he just sets a bunch of people on fire, just like, I don't know, I guess he's saving on bullets, but yeah. <laughs> You've got to be economical with bullets. He lures them into like a um, a trap where he, they think it's him in a phone box. He just sets them all on fire, it's wonderful. Uh, Doesn't he uh, shoot that bloke at the start? Like he's got that gun. He's yeah, just, yeah. Um, all right, hot shot. And he's like, boop, boop, hot shot, yeah. activated. And he shoots him in the face. And he burns from the inside yeah. out. That's justice. <laughs> Mega, Mega, city city one, sorry, justice. Mega city justice. Yes. Um, a police spokesman, and it wasn't Judge Dredd, sadly, oh. said that over the past two years, Sussex police have received reports of the paraglider causing criminal damage, obstructing the highway, being abusive and hot towards members of the public, and generally behaving in an antisocial manner. It's also been alleged he intimidates people by flying low over the seafront. <laughs> Uh, that would be quite intimidating, a man flying down at you in a paraglider. Yeah. You're right, a wanker! Myself. Wanker! Yeah. <laughs> Ground dweller! Look at me, I'm like Icarus! <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope he does fly too close to the sun yeah. and his nylon paraglider bursts into a death ball of flame. I was hoping that he flies too high and gets sucked into the engines <laughs> of the passenger jet. <laughs> that would be pretty fucking funny. It might bring the plane down and oh, yeah. kill a few hundred innocent people, but <laughs> collateral. Well, never thought that through, did I? <laughs> collateral. It's fine. What if it was the jet carrying members of the British Parliament? There you go. Now you just. Oh. That's a victimless crime. Yes, killed many birds with one stone. Yeah. We must point out that we're joking. If the CIA or MI5 are listening, 
I'm not planning on paragliding no. myself into a jet engine. No, full of government officials. I don't like heights for a start. There you go, we'd do nothing to hurt them. No. I might slap one on the back of the head at a bus stop. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But no, we're definitely not moving to the level of shanking. No, no assassinations or shanks. No. So there's no real conclusion to this story then, they haven't caught the fucker. No, but Richard Porter, who's a witness, yeah. says he is evil. His language, <laughs> foul and obscene. We fell foul of him on more than one occasion. My wife would no longer go up there, just in case he's there. Oh. And then Samantha Small added, he flies really low, he's a social nuisance. You're telling me. Yeah, it would be a pisser, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Picnic on the beach or something, some fucking paraglider comes past. If he threatened, I'm not a tough guy at all, but if he threatened me when I was with Leona and the girls, I would go and buy a bottle of Newcastle brown ale. Yeah. Fairly substantial. Yeah. And I'd glass him out the fucking sky. Drink the Newcastle brown ale. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drink it, it'd be easier to throw then. And I'll have a bit of Dutch courage. Yeah. And, uh, and I would tease him and try and taunt him into flying down at me to intimidate me and just launch this bottle into his yeah. stupid face. And hopefully it's quite hard to land in one of them. And he'd be up there bleeding for a long time, thinking about what he's doing. <laughs> this thing is, why is no one started throwing rocks at you if he comes yeah, too close? Just, just vigilante justice, man. I suppose these are just normal, nice people who don't want to involve in acts of, of, of horrific violence. But, yeah, if I, if I was feeling that threatened, I think I would attempt some, some justice. Some social justice. Yeah, because... You know, even if he's a lot harder than me, he's not going to be very fit to fight once he's hit the fucking deck no, in his no. feet. <laughs> and in that time, I and my family would have absconded from the scene. Hopefully being lifted on the shoulders of the local people as a... As a <laughs> you just got visions of some kind of ticker tape parade for yourself. Yeah. So, Where did this take place again? It's in Somerset. So I'd be the hero of fucking Somerset, do you know what I mean? They'd build statues <laughs> Give me the pick of the cider. He took down a paraglider with his bare hands and now the paraglider's a paraplegic. <laughs> <laughs> They'll write folk songs about me. Write a folk song about me. <laughs> used to fly, now he feeds himself with a straw. <laughs> well, actually, his minimum wage Polish carers feed him with that straw. <laughs> yeah. I'll be a god among men. Sure you will. In my own mind. It's lonely here. <laughs> well, everyone's not that complex. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Tell me I'm great. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> um... Do you want to hear the next bit of weird news? I certainly do. Um, a pro-Trump journalist says, My recent surfing injury was caused by Hillary Clinton's witchcraft. <laughs> uh, oh dear God. It has to be yeah. true. Uh, so Liz Cronkin believes that uh, some of her beliefs include um, satanic paedophiles want to kill us with vaccines and chemtrails. She's theorised that JFK Jr. fate his death. Yeah. And now, is now the person behind the Q Anon conspiracy theory. She says the mudslides that destroyed Oprah Winfrey's home were God's punishment for opposing Trump. And she also says there's a Hillary Clinton sex tape out there that proves Pizzagate is real. Oh, you don't uh, want to see that, do you? Oh, no, hang on. So that means if it proves P it's it's Hillary fucking little boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't want to see Hillary fucking anybody, but oh, especially no. kids. No, 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 slow down there. <laughs> Hillary slow in the down. 70s, I don't Don't you watch. tell me who I want to watch fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch fuck. <laughs> Hillary in the 70s, I'd have watched fucking uh, somebody. Not children, but somebody. I'm going to say this Would right now. Would you watch now. Hillary and Trump fucking? Possibly. Um, <laughs> Even if it's your dad. Curious. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> 
I just want to point out if this is your first episode, I am not actually the son of Donald Trump. And I don't even look like him anymore. My hair has gone through that awkward. You're like his, short his, his awkward long. hippie son. Yeah, the one that got shunned from the family. He's <laughs> actually a pretty cool dude, okay? Sadly written at the will. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I smoke dope and I'm like, hey, I've got a lot of life lessons to pass on. <laughs> I miss you, Dad, so fucking much. <laughs> Come back in the world at least. I'll get a tad like yours. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll execute a Mexican. Just let me back in. I don't want back in. So what's happening? Um, so in the, uh, she wants her fans to know that she's the victim of Hillary Clinton's witchcraft. In a video posted to her YouTube account this Tuesday, Cronkin revealed that she lost the tips of two, in her, two of her fingers in a recent surfing accident. Holy sh... How do you lose the tips of your fingers mm. surfing? I have no idea. Was there not a shark involved? No, no. Um, Let's think about this. How do could you Could be lose... rocks, couldn't it? He could. Oh, okay, yeah. rocks. Maybe hitting the water at that speed the wrong way. Maybe. I don't know. How sharp is that fin on the bottom of the... Board. Uh, maybe somebody else's board hit her hand. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. Jesus, I I was not up for surfing anyway. I don't like the sea, but now I'm even mm. more. <laughs> That's not what you expect to happen. No. <laughs> she's, so she says, just a freak accident. No, it's most like due to people she criticizes utilizing witchcraft and spirit fucking. <laughs> On top of that, uh, they offered a uh, hypothesis. What the hell's happening? Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, can I borrow a pair of underwear? That was very loud in these headphones. Sorry about that. For the listener, I'm the only one wearing headphones, so I'm the only one who just vacated his bowels. <laughs> Back to the news. Uh, these people that I expose engage in witchcraft, Crunchy declared in a video clip flagged by Right Wing Watch. You know, the people like Marine, Maria, Marina Abramovich, the people like Hillary Clinton, the people from the deep state articles that are getting ready to write a hit piece on me right now. She continued, look it up. Do research on Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, their trip to Haiti. Haiti, sorry. And how I think it was that on their honeymoon they admitted to doing voodoo there together. <laughs> research Mar Marina Abramovich. She talks about the ritual she does. She's an occultist. And they all dabble in witchcraft and spirit cooking. What my problem is with it is, why did they just... Cut off the tip of her fingers. It's a warning, like. Do you know what I mean? Witchcraft is difficult. Yeah. Especially when someone's on a on a moving surfboard. It is. <laughs> You'd think that they would have at least done something a bit more serious than that. Surely. Why couldn't they just cut they're evil breaks? witches. Yeah. I think it's pretty evil losing. <laughs> that would make more sense. Think <laughs> about it. In this modern age, lose yeah. the tips of your fingers. You can't use your smartphone. I'm sure and what can. sort of, of life can. is that? She can. With no fingertips? Yeah, it's only a tip, isn't it? Nah, it's I, bet it'd be, I bet it would be difficult. It won't recognise the touch. Like, try opening your phone with your nose. <laughs> your nose is not a finger. I mean, knob works. I'm just saying, I think that's a pretty harsh thing to do to anybody, cut the tips of the fingers up. Yeah, I think it's pretty yeah, tame. Harsh. In salt water, Mike! But if you're gonna oh yeah, stings. If you're gonna invoke demons and Satan to do something, you know he's gonna be like. They were trying to summon blood uh, to in to mm. invoke some sharks, but it didn't quite work. All right, well you could. That's quite evil. You could use witchcraft, which I'm guessing has got a bit of a hit miss ratio. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or you could just cut her brakes. I'm not advocating cutting her brakes, but while she's uh -huh. surfing, 
You want to really hurt her, cut her brakes. Well, you could smack her over the back of the head with a with a quite a heavy kipper. If you want to do that, there's lots of things surf you can do. Past to and just take it like a fish by. Surf past and hit surfing demon with a mullet. Throws a jellyfish in her face. Boom. <laughs> That's something to do to somebody. If you really want to fuck somebody up for life, you throw a jelly, stinky jellyfish right in their stupid face. Yeah. Oof. Hey, why is there not jellyfish man who slings jellyfishes? He can fight crime in the sea. Anyway. <laughs> They've got one who's Aquaman. Hey, throw Maybe it was Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman cut off the tips of her fingers. <laughs> Do not surf here. You are welcome no more. <laughs> uh, should we do the last one? Let's do it. <laughs> I found this last night and it quite amused me. Nazi super cows. Holy fuck. That's the title. British farmer forced to, forced to destroy half his murderous herd of bioengineered heck cows after they tried to kill staff. What made them Nazis, though? Well, I'll just explain that further down. Okay. They became so aggressive, a UK farmer was forced to turn half of them into sausages. <laughs> beef sausages? Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah, you can have beef sausages. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm sure they taste amazing. There's no, because why would it just being a different shape mean that it tastes different? <laughs> but it didn't sound right, does it? No, it doesn't. I'll have a nice beef sausage, please. Beef and onion, maybe. Anyway, back yeah. to the fucking Nazi cows of doom. <laughs> Hitler's drive to produce the perfect Aryan race was not confined to people. It also extended to a specially bred herd of Nazi-engineered cows. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that, uh, which have turned out to be so aggressive that a UK farmer has been forced to turn half of them into sausages. Uh, Derek Gow <laughs> imported more than a dozen heck super cows to his West Devon farm in 2009, nearly a century after they first created in the 1920s. Well, farmer Gow, who is the only British farmer to own the breed, has been forced to kill seven of his herd because the cows are so aggressive they repeatedly tried to kill his staff. Holy shit. Apparently the sausages tasted a bit like venison. Ever had venison? I have. Um, no, but I didn't like it. Yeah. It's deer, isn't it? Yeah, baby deer. Bit of an acquired taste, I'd say. I've only had it once. It wasn't for me. Yeah, but I'm still confused. Where does their political ideology come in? Oh, it's just it? because the Nazis engineered this particular breed of cow. Right. Not that the cows are fascists. No, the, yeah, cow, yeah. the cows haven't got little red armbands on each leg, leg yeah. bands on. That's where I was confused. And they right. gas the sheep. Oh, <laughs> man! Wow, that's dark. Yeah, that's like Animal Farm. Yeah, it is. Like yeah, X. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Animal Farm X, Nazi cows. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking curb stumps of little cute piggies. Oh. Uh, uh, the ones we had to get rid of would just attack you any chance they could. They'd try to kill anyone. Dealing with that was not fun at all. They're by far and away the most aggressive animals I've ever worked with. But cows aren't well known for their killing abilities. Bulls have got horns. Listen, I don't have the statistics. Uh, if you're listening, uh, you're the fact checker, so look this up. Seriously, Mike, a significant number of people are killed in the British countryside mm. every single year because they're trampled by cows. It's the people's fault. They're out walking the dogs or something yeah. like that, wandering into a field. The dog disturbs the cows. They think they could shoot cows away. Cows weigh a few tons or a ton. I don't know. They're fucking heavy. Especially they stampede. They, well, they, they sort of swarm and they trample people. It happens. Yeah. Like a significant number of people die that way. Yeah. Which is a pretty horrible way to go. Yeah. I've been chased by um, sheep. 
<laughs> you were chased by sheep. Would you stand your ground? What's a herd of sheep? My yeah, like, sheep. My rams. Speaking as a half Welsh person, I simply cannot compute why one would be running from a sheep rather than <laughs> running towards, towards one with, with one's trousers round one's ankle at full mast. <laughs> <laughs> mint sauce, fuck that, get some spunk on you, woo! I thought you used mint sauce as lube. Well, <laughs> well I was with my girlfriend's family at the time, so it probably wouldn't have been... Were they Welsh? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> I am half Welsh, so I can make those jokes. I think I think that's still allowed, Ben, in today's modern I've world. I've no idea. Somebody will probably protest somewhere about it. Probably. Any Welsh listeners, feel free to vindicate Gaz or, or to uh, or to condemn him. Don't say... Don't... <laughs> have an online petition calling for my sacking from my job because, you know, I need that. Always a podcast job because then we have to find someone else. Yeah, and I'm irreplaceable. <laughs> Plus it's my mixing desk. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's going to be on the mixing desk on Sunday. No. No. We wouldn't have to use it anyway. <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> it's made himself indispensable. Yeah, yeah. I, I barely could do it. <laughs> um, the aggressive breed was produced by German zoologist and brothers Heinz and Lutz Heck, whom the Nazi party commissioned to produce a breed of cattle based on aurochs, a species of extinct ancient wild bull. The resulting cows bred from wild genes extracted from domestic descendants of the aurochs had such muscular physiques and deadly horns that they were used in, used in propaganda material during World War II as a further illustration of the Third Reich's strength and purity. Wow. Even our cows are... Fucking superior. <laughs> yeah. But it's the complete opposite to what you want. You want a docile animal. Mm. Yes, it's true. But all right, what it's a farm animal. It's a... What and confuses want, me yeah. about the story, though, is that... So you grow a super fucking cow, you're German, okay, and you make sausages from it. You don't make a fucking hamburger. Well, the Germans love a sausage. They do. They do, but they also... Cows, they make burgers. Well, yeah, but That's maybe... That's why we grow cows. To eat burgers. <laughs> Don't we? Yeah, amongst other things. But mainly burgers. Steak. Burgers rule the Milk. World. I do like a burger. I'm, I'm a big burger. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. It's just genius. A bun, some cheese. meat, some cheese, and some extras if you want to get fancy, a bit of bacon. Oh yeah, a bit you of bacon. Know, a bit yeah. of bacon sometimes. I've even been known to put baked beans on a burger. Oh, I've never got that Messy, bottom. messy. You mm. don't want to eat it with company around. You don't want anyone to see you. <laughs> yeah, not a whole tin, but you don't want anyone to see you eating it because they're going to yeah. go everywhere, but you've just got to get your face in it. Man, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah? Mm. Fried egg. Stick a fried egg on your burger. Cheese, onion, beans. Oh, yeah. oh what a burger, yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> Should we all get a burger? Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Fuck the podcast. <laughs> we'll see you be... next week, listeners. <laughs> so where the spoons down the road? <laughs> just Google Bermuda Triangle and let us know what you find out. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, na- uh, farmer doesn't like his Nazi cattle. I don't blame him. He's a rational farmer. So you would think, well, why are we, uh, why are we actually, why am I buy- buying these Nazi super cows anyway? <laughs> yeah, is he like a bit like one of them Nazi memorabilia collectors? Like, oh, I don't believe in the stuff. No, I, I, just, ju- I just collect it. I just like the designs. Yeah, I love the designs. <laughs> oh, Lemmy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well... I, for one, am glad that he's not continuing with his Nazi super cow. They could, they could take over all the other cows. Before you know it, you've got a cow right going on. Yeah, a cow genocide. So, yeah, I don't want that. You know, killing all the other cows because they're not racially pure. Exactly. There might be a hamburger shortage. 
We don't know. Well, there's going to be adequate food, guys, remember? Oh, yeah. Adequate. 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 See, I bet he's... We need to kill them, Kay. Was anyway, we're going to need the, we're going to need the, need the meat. Yeah. yeah. I heard somewhere, if you put all the costs, all the environmental costs and everything into a burger, a burger should cost about $20. I'd pay it. Not $1. Yeah, that's true. Would you pay it, though? Because of the methane, the amount yeah. of ground they take up mm-hmm. and all that. And would I pay 20 quid, but it, it would, yeah. If there's a shortage and they suddenly cost 20, then it would become like a a status thing then, wouldn't it? I can afford to eat hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the rat burgers, will not I? You're <laughs> <laughs> living in the demolition, man. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, according to demolition, man, yeah. uh, they're quite tasty. Yeah, quite tasty. Yeah, you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. I did like that. He's like, oh, that's a great beef burger. And she's mm. like, no, ratto. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many cows around here. <laughs> Quality film, The Demolition. It is. It's a very good film. Underrated action classic. I love it. Yeah. Bit of sci-fi mixed in as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. Great. Yeah. And Wesley Snipes swings a TV by the cord and hits. Wesley Snipes has a lot of good lines in that movie. He's great. He is. He is. So um, that was the weird news. That was the weird we'll news. We'll take a do break. You want to have a break. I'm yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll have a break. Then yeah. We'll do the reggae box. Oh yes, of course. Gaz is doing I the reggae a, box this week. I have a brief reggae box, and then we'll do the main thrust. Because now I'm a, a positive thinking, happy-ish yeah. individual. I have had a. I, nothing's really really annoyed me for a while. I've got a minor one I'll throw in. Okay. Just okay. with the almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe things are just. Good at the moment, it's chilled him out. Yeah, that's not it. Well, for now. I'm sure we can wind him up and bring up the right subject. I also want to point out before we have a break that Gaz rocked up today wearing a NASA sweater. And after the amount of shit that he's given me for being a NASA shill over the I don't own any merchandise. I've joined the shills. Oh, you've taken the shill shilling. Yeah. Taking the drack. <laughs> taking the drack. <laughs> Skyrockets in flight. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, don't sing the song in front of Mike. <laughs> What's that? It's a secret, secret NASA show song. Ah, sing right. it to one another. You pick each other up a crowd with it. <laughs> don't sing it in front of Mike. Sorry. Oh well. Can you know, we need to join. He can join the club. He just needs to go to Primark and spend twelve quid. <laughs> It's made by Chinese children. I'm going to go and get one now, and then I'm going to buy my one, and we can all sit here wearing Yay! them. <laughs> like a work uniform. <laughs> Let's have a piss break. Yeah, piss break. And we're back. Um, so we have a reggae box this week, a little minor energy for me, and a, a, a little bit from Gaz. Um, the reggae box, for, because we haven't done it for a little bit, have we? Um, it's been mentioned, but we haven't done it. Um, mainly because I've been reasonably happy. I haven't felt the need to rant. So yeah, the reggae box is a, a special box where I put things, you, traditionally I put things that I don't like because I don't really like reggae very much because it all sounds the fucking same and it has done forever. So and do you want to go... no soul. Uh, I have soul. <laughs> so, no, he um, does hate reggae. So we put things you hate in the reggae box and they disappear forever. Into the multiverse. So uh, let's play the theme tune. Give me your gun. What's going on over there? Put the, put the gun I'll down. I'll show you with the box. Who's in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, David. It seems that envy is my son. Oh, what's in the box? I'll take you. Give me the what's gun. What's in the fucking box? Give me the gun. I just told you. You lied! What is in the reggae box, Ben? Right, can I go first? Yeah, man. All right, so uh, my thing is... 
Um, have you seen Theresa May dancing this week? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> I think it's fucking hilarious. It's For anyone who doesn't know, you'll explain. Why. Yeah, well, Theresa May, our, our PM, has been on a trip to Africa to try and drum up some post-Brexit trade, which still won't be as much as we get from being in the EU. Um, so she's trotted around some of the former colonies and Commonwealth countries trying to, on a bit of a charm offensive, which has failed miserably because Theresa May has the charm of a, well, of something deceased lying by the road. <laughs> so she's been dancing. Now, Africa, culturally dancing is very important, isn't it? They dance a lot for various things, are they? Uh, and it wouldn't be raised to say that, you know, they do have a sense of natural rhythm. You see some of the footballers having a bit of a dance when they score a goal. They look, it, it looks good when they do it, doesn't it? Yes. White people tend to be able to dance very well. Mm. Um, some can. Majority of us only have to admit 10 pints. Hey man, I've got some moves. <laughs> you're going to bust a move later on. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got enough beer to bust. <laughs> yeah, so 10 pints, you're busting moves. Yeah. You're not doing a diplomatic well, fucking <laughs> Yeah, I'm <laughs> Yeah, she looked, she looked like a tool. She did. And, and the point been is, hilariously yeah. trolling her. And the point is, we look like big enough cunts as it is on the world stage. Uh. Don't make us look like bigger ones, Teresa. Stop dancing. Just go there. Try and get some kind of trade agreement out of them. And go back home and sort this shit out. Please. There's, there's my there's my little sort of rant for the I week. Do, I do hate this sort of statesmanship thing where they go around. Yeah, why have you got to dance? Why are you going to turn up and just go, all right, I'm here to sort some shit out? It's just a facade, isn't it? Well, it's yeah. just a facade. But you know, yeah, but they tried to moments. We we were talking the other week about Cherie singing, uh, you know, when I'm 64. Wasn't that in Africa as well? well maybe to some kids. Now it's just the next, you know. Look, she was having a go in a way. <laughs> yeah, but who advised but, her to do it? Someone must have advised her to do it. Yeah, but they probably didn't know, did they? Yeah. How were they to know that she dances like a malfunctioning C-3PO? Try her out before she went in, wouldn't you? <laughs> Preparation's everything. Well, they've got to do it, haven't they? You've seen Prince Charles do it all these. And... Oh, Imagine if you it. chuck C-3PO in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she was dancing. I wouldn't do it. I'd be mean, like, you know, that's, that, you're really good at that. I'm not going to even attempt yeah, to do that. It's like you having a cup of tea, having an afternoon tea and cake or something. That's what the British would do. You know what I mean? Well, can't we just go for a beer and sort of a trade agreement? Well, you know. Wouldn't that be better? You've got to have your photo up, haven't you? No. Fuck it. Anyway. No, right, guys, go on. It's hilarious. God bless her. My rant of the week is something a little bit more, um, more serious than in international world leaders uh, <laughs> I've noticed a um, a dark and disturbing trend on social media particularly Facebook oh, yeah. that's the one I use the most a trend that causes me great pain in the cells of my DNA people referring to dogs as doggo right d-o-double-g-o I know what you're on about I've had that posted on my doggo um, I've not heard this one. If I if I put a picture of my my dog Max up, mm -hmm. someone will say, "Oh, what an adorable doggo!" Doggo, yeah. Uh, I don't know where it comes from. I think it might be an American thing, but it infuriates me. It's further. There's something deeper going on here. It's, right. It's further evidence of the infantilization of everything, the babying down of everything. Dogs already had a cute term that we call them, a nickname for all dogs, doggy. How much is that doggy in the whip? 
So why is Duggo going to come in? I understand that language evolves over time and the usage of words changes and moulds because of real world use changes, definitions, but fucking Doggo, it's <laughs> pathetic, it's ridiculous. What are they all suddenly are all dogs Italian now? Ital <laughs> Doggo! Effetto di ball Doggo! It's fucking ridiculous. It's the baby and down of everything. I hate it. Another one. Using the word adulting as a doing word. Oh, I'm Adult. adulting today. I don't want to adult today. I'm too tired for adulting today. Well, guess what, Sharon? You've got five <laughs> fucking kids, so you're going to have to adult today. Shake up your legs, Cole. Stop sharing pictures of Doggo and wash some fucking clothes, you <laughs> cunt. Doggo, it fucking makes me cringe. I hate it. Doggo. Oh, cute doggo. Doggy or dog. They've got names. Respect the dogs. I hate it. Hate it. Doggo. Stop it. Fair enough. That's it. Put it in a reggae <laughs> box. Into the reggae box. I'm with it. Send it to the eternal fires of interdimensional hell. I have caught myself on occasion referring to my dog as a pupper because he's a puppy. Though. Uh, that's okay. You come out with all sorts of weird baby shit when you're talking yeah. to your dogs. It's like talking to an actual baby. The shit I find myself saying to the dog, I mean, it's I'd be embarrassed. It's, <laughs> it's alright, but just they're not doggos. They're dogs, doggies, whatever, dogs. That's it. In the regular box. So, should we, we, uh, could we cause... Sorry, just pause it one, one more time before we go into the main... Thrust. Yes, main thrust. I'd appreciate that. Okay. Thank you. Alright, so we are back. So let's cut on with the main thrust of today's discussion, the Bermuda Triangle. So the Bermuda Triangle, also known as the Devil's Triangle, is a region of ocean in the western North Atlantic. Coordinates of which are 25 degrees north and 71 degrees west. The area loosely stretches from the bottom tip of Florida out to Puerto Rico, then up to Bermuda, forming a triangle. It's 700,000 square kilometres and 270,000 square miles, if you want to do it the old-fashioned way. In the area, uh, a number of aircraft and ships are said to have mysteriously disappeared. Ironically, I had a copy of the famous book written by Charles Berlitz, who also did the book on the Philadelphia Experiment, on the Bermuda Triangle, and you'll never guess what. Well, it no. fucking mysteriously disappeared. Because <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew I had it, and I was looking for it this week. I couldn't find it. Got into the vortex. So they fucking sucked down into whatever. Wow. So they knew. Someone knew I was too wow. close to truth gas. <laughs> a CIA agent broke, climbed up the drain pipe, broke in through yeah. the window without leaving a trace. Subdued the dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone in the house, without mm. you knowing, something got to your food, did that to take the book from you, to yeah. stop you breaking it open here on this yeah, show. Exactly. Wow, we are getting closer and closer, <laughs> exactly. listening. Every week, more weird shit happens to us. Mike's computer's playing up. Yeah, that's nothing new, though. It's fucking, they're fucking with us. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> back to the weird triangle. So, cruise ships, pleasure craft, commercial shipping, and a multitude of aircraft have gone missing over the years. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. it is one of the most heavily travelled shipping lanes in the world <laughs> and a lot of people go through it every day this and nothing happens. This is true. Yeah. Um, but popular culture has attributed various disappearances to paranormal or extraterrestrial activity. And also like geological. Well the, the popular yeah. culture side of it is more... Uh, there's all sorts of things. Yeah. Aliens, yeah, it's yeah. Atlantis, we'll get into it. But there's stuff like I'll just we'll do it in detail later, but there's like gas bubbles and particular air 
cloud formations mm-hmm. that cause air phenomena. Rogue waves. So, yeah, there's I mean, like, it's, there is people yeah. trying to find reasonable. There is also the multiverse, <laughs> and they're being sucked into like another dimension. There's, there's, a, yeah, there is all that. There's two sides to this. There is. Um, so shall I go through some of the more famous disappearances? Okay. Yeah. Um, go back to eighteen eighty one. The Ellen Austin, which was a ship, uh, came across a derelict ship in the area, placed a prize crew on board, and attempted to sail it to New York. Now, a prize crew is uh, you find something like that floating about. It's worth money. Okay. A ship is worth money. Yeah. So if no one's on it, you go and claim that ship. Salvage. For salvage, or to sell it onto someone else. Mm-hmm. So you put a prize crew aboard. Remember that everyone in the crew gets a cut of the prize money, depending on rank. So if you're the captain, you get it more, and yeah, everyone right. else gets shared down equally. Um, so then according to or some equally. accounts... Hmm? Get shared down unequally. Well, yes, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> in terms of, according to some accounts, it then vanished. It then reappeared minus the prize crew. Right. The derelict ship then vanished for good with a second prize crew on board. So they found it again. Mm-hmm. They went, oh, what the fuck, where the fuck are them guys gone? Or maybe they've deserted. Who knows? Maybe they've just mm-hmm. done one. They're on a ship. They're going to get money. Why would they desert it? Oh, no. Just jump in the ocean and desert. <laughs> maybe something in the beauty trailer went, sent them mad and they jumped overboard. Uh, could be that. Who knows? Maybe when it disappeared, they went into some other dimension, they were attacked by tentacle monsters and promptly killed and eaten. Either way, <laughs> when the derelict giant ship... Giant octopus? Yeah, giant octopus, plucking them off one by one. Mm-hmm. What's the um, name for them, deep sea monsters? No name. Sea monsters? I can't name anyway, yeah. Good Leviathans. Leviathans. Oh, oh, that's a good name, isn't it? Yeah. It's not a bad film, actually, I think. I don't think I've seen that. It's quite an old one. Yeah. That's what I'd call Ages. my cock if it was huge. <laughs> <laughs> I always refer to mine as the Kraken. <laughs> I'm gonna unleash the Kraken. <laughs> That's because I've got eight penises. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, the next one, the USS Cyclops. This is the largest loss of life in the history of the US Navy not related to combat. Did everyone on the ship have one eye? Um, I hope so, in a way. Special one eye division. Well, there's only one ship for you, son. (laughs) The USS Cyclops. There's a place where we send your kind. (laughs) What do you mean, my kind? Are you being racist? Is this because I'm black? No, it's because you got one fucking eye in the center of your head, kid. You're on the USS Cyclops. Or you can fuck off. There's a lot of Cyclops being born in the US. There must have been. It was 1918, there's a lot of pollution about maybe. They had a whole unit of them. Mike on a big fucking battleship, wasn't it? No, it was a collier ship. It was holding oh, magnesium ore. Well, we they did used to have um, uranium, was it? Or radium, sorry, in the toothpaste. That's true. In them days, so... That's true, yes. Is that why they got their superpowers? <laughs> <laughs> so they managed to stick the First World War in, guys. Yeah, they <laughs> put it in everything. Not just toothpaste, everything. They thought it's new energy, but it's going to be good for you. Gives off this glow and it... Makes you feel radiant. Oh. Gives, you, gives you a healthy green glow. <laughs> <laughs> they put it in fucking toothpaste. <laughs> in all fairness, I'm surprised that many people are using toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it wasn't the dark times. Oh, I don't know, I'd imagine was dental health care wasn't cracking in 1918 for, the, for your average Joe. Mm. They seem a bit obsessed with it, Americans, though, isn't it? Is it to distance themselves from their Euro-te- European heritage? European, European <laughs> heritage. I've got perfect um, teeth and I'm a European. Well... Yeah, you're the, uh, the what's it? The exception that proves the rule. Yeah. Most people's teeth, mine included, aren't that great. So, you know, 
the stereotype is true. Yeah, well. Maybe they fought to, you know, because they all do look like they've got Hollywood teeth. Or maybe I just watched too many movies. I think you're watching too many Tom Cruise movies. Yeah. Because well. <laughs> <laughs> he has very. Uh... <laughs> when you get the deep south, they're not all like that. <laughs> no. no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh Billy, I bet Billy Ray from the Sutton and the Kelly Hopkins of Inkemja was missing a few, uh, yeah, missing he, a few pegs. He could probably give me a gum job <laughs> if I was into that sort of thing, which I'm not. <laughs> getting, gum, getting gum jobs from rednecks. FC <laughs> <laughs> aliens. It's a very specific kink that is, guys. Yeah, a very specific kind of guy. <laughs> they broke the mold when they made me. Oh, <laughs> crazy me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck it, right. Back to the Bermuda Triangle. So um, the Collier, USS Cyclops, carrying a full load of magnesium ore and with one engine out of action, went missing without trace with a crew of 309 people sometime after March 4th, 1918, after departing Barbados. There isn't any strong evidence for any, any single theory, but you've got storms, the fact it may have capsized, um, wartime enemy action, this is 1918, might have been U-boats in the area, I don't know, I don't, possibly not, but who knows, Surf, German surface raider maybe. Um, structural failure due to overloading or an explosion, magnesium ore, if it's not vented correctly, will explode. Whirlpool. Whirlpool, Atlanteans, mm -hmm. aliens, multi-dimensional slips. Leviathans. Leviathans. We'll throw anything into that. Yeah. Um, the Carol A. Deering, 1921, uh, found ran hard aground and abandoned at the Diamond Shoals near um, Cape Hatteras in North Carolina, so it was well out of where it should have been. Possible victim of piracy or of a illegal rum running for the prohibition. Yeah. But yeah, um, vanished, in, vanished in the Bermuda Triangle area, found ran hard aground and abandoned. Um, Flight 19, this is the big the big yes, one. Yes. Flight 19. Transcriptions. Now, I was under the impression they'd found these aircraft, but they uh, haven't uh, yet. Um, apparently, there's a lot of World War II aircraft lying around the coast of the USA. Mm. Um, so, it was a training flight of five um, TBM torpedo bombers. It vanished on December the 5th, 1945. It was a flying over open water exercise, navigation exercise, and they vanished completely. Close Encounters of the Third Kind referenced this incident. Oh. Um, the the yeah. bombers were put down in the desert and the pilots all got out and they all looked the same as they did. It's been a long time since they were abducted. So, yeah, it, does, it references it, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't say it's 519, but it's you know, anyone that knows a bit of mm. conspiracy will pick that up. Uh, the planes have never been found. Um, also, a Navy PBM tanker on searching for these planes. Uh, vanished on the uh, vanished. Although witnesses reported a huge flash, the Mariner class had a history of vapor leaks when fully loaded with fuel, and that could have just exploded on its okay. more than likely exploded on its search and rescue mission. Okay. Uh, you know what it's like in wartime. They get a new design, they push it through. They don't figure everything out properly. I always think about this one: is that um, it was pilot error, or then they ran out of fuel. But. It could have been the Bermuda Triangle. Have you heard the transcript bit where they say nothing looks right? The compass is playing up. Yeah. But he's out at sea. Yeah, but they say even the sea doesn't look right. Yeah. You know, it could have been fucking purple from transdimensional fucking <laughs> warp waves. We don't know. Fucking could have been swarming with mad, some sort of fish with magnetic fucking it could powers. Have been, could have been algae bloom. 
Yeah, it changes the colour of the sea, doesn't yeah. it? Could have been wind. Did you just read that article I sent you about the hexano- hexagonal I did. clouds yeah. that create these, like, you know, giant... It could have just been blown out of the skies, you know, and obliterated well, in the we'll deep ocean. Well, well, from what I read about the guy in charge of this, he wasn't particularly skilled. Mm. He was in charge, and they were trying to boost him more than anything. And he probably just got lost and very disorientated, as you can do flying out over water. Yes. And then um, ditched in the sea, and they all died mm. that way. Probably. Plausible. That's what I've always gone for with that. Um, there's a few more famous that, ones. That's the best thing about these things, though, is we don't know. That's the mystery, well, isn't it? What's Occam's Razor? Oh, yeah, I, I agree you know, with you. But that's, it's, it is fun. No matter what you think, it is fun to speculate and these weird sort of, what, what could it be? And, well, know. yes, it's true. The Star Tiger and Star Ariel, both aircraft operated by British South American Airways. Um, Star Tiger vanished uh, January 30th, 1948. Yeah, 31 people on board. And the Star Ariel vanished on January 17th, 1949, with 20 people on board. Uh, both planes are operating at the very limits of their range, and any slight error in equipment or judgment would have kept them from reaching the destination. So, at the end of the day, technology hadn't quite caught up with what they were trying to do. Yeah. You know? Me, but, but aliens, Atlantis, mm. maybe the triangle, vortices. Um, yeah, I mean, giant robots, <laughs> giant Pacific Rim stars swatting them at the sky. That could be a testing ground for that sort of technology. Well, it's coming, we don't know. You know, what year was this? That was in um, 1948. <laughs> don't look at me like that, it still could have been plausible. Could have been. <laughs> They had nukes back then, didn't they? Or did they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. So they had nuclear-powered giant they had rockets. They had about three computers in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The processing so, power might not have got that robot walking. They'd be mate. steampunk-style. Oh, throwing coal in it. And fucking, we... yeah. Oh, marching out Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. fleet out of the fucking bay. Like Fire and water doesn't the you know the water get into the into the. Yeah, they watertight, Mike. Come on, if you're going to design a giant robot, <laughs> think about that, would you? Exactly. Oh yeah, good point. Steam-powered robot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what my money's on. Could have been well, that. Yeah, and um, another one from '48. A Douglas DC-3 went down carrying 30 people on a flight from Puerto Rico to Miami. Never enough evidence to theorise the cause. The plane was never found, mm-hmm. or any wreckage. And then it moves up a bit, 65. A lot, these, a lot of these sort of cases, the big ones, I found, from the 40s, they're from, from times when navigation technology wasn't great, mm. or it was, it was adequate, but it wasn't as good as we've got now. There's not as many cases of stuff going missing nowadays than there was when stuff was in its infancy, like the mm. two planes. Yeah, they're both at the limits yeah. of their range. The I'm, pilot, you know, they get a headwind, a strong headwind, giggity, <laughs> family guys or quagmires yeah. he's experiencing strong headwinds giggly yeah <laughs> don't aspire to be quagmire <laughs> who doesn't want to be quagmire <laughs> some of the things he does are questionable let's, move, let's get back to the plane <laughs> uh, December 6th 1965 a Piper PA-23 aircraft they're very small or two seaters one crew, one passenger, lost en route from Fort Lauderdale to Grand Bahamas Island. Probably some millionaire chartering a plane out to his fucking... Getting a blowjob as yeah, he flew. exactly. That's where that <laughs> one went. it up, killed them both. The most recent I could find was 2017, February 23rd, when a Turkish airline uh, Airbus 
Okay. Uh, was forced to divert to land in Washington after mechanical and electronical problems occurred over the triangle. Mm. The two-seater. Imagine if... So he was showing off to his... Hey, yeah, look at me, I can fly a plane. Mm -hmm. right. She's sucking him off, right, as he's flying. He's thinking he's the king of the universe. Mm. Just as he reaches, you know... His point. The natural... Progression of that act. End of that, yes. <laughs> when he comes. <laughs> That's right at the moment that the vortex opened up. Oh, He'd come himself into the dimension. <laughs> oh, I did that once. <laughs> I left me penis. <laughs> You'd be so confused, so much pleasure, but it's yeah. like, why am I going? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You opened up a wormhole. <laughs> With an orgasm. so hard. Yeah. He opened up a wormhole in the sky. And his plane fell in. Wow. <laughs> That's the price you pay. <laughs> Millionaire playboy. Depends yeah. where the wormhole goes, doesn't it? Well, yeah, that's true. We don't know where they are, do we? They yeah. could all be yeah. in... You know, a sort of tw a dimension that's only very slightly different and they're a bit confused. They landed safely in another dimension. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Everyone's got a forked tongue. Something, yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> even smaller, maybe. I don't know. Uh, the conservatives don't exist. I know, no, that'd be a big change. <laughs> you know, I don't oh, know. I'd love to go that to, that to that dimension. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good one. So, yeah, but well, maybe they, they're in literally in non-space, like falling for infinity... In between dimensions. In between blowjobs. You know, a certain <laughs> sort of intergalactic, interdimensional purgatory, you know. Until um, there's literally two skeletons just sat in a rotting plane yeah, as it keeps on falling. That would suck. It would. Get as many blowjobs really, as I could, though. That's worse than falling in the sea, isn't it? <laughs> just a bit. If you're over pretty quick, if you smashed into the rough sea, wouldn't oh, you? Yeah. you wouldn't know about Instant, you'd, isn't it? That's got to be instant. You'd be done. But yeah, falling through non-space for eternity it's not enough air airline snacks on board is it to sustain you for well it's cannibalism's gonna go in after a couple of days uh, you'd get tired of wanking <laughs> i don't know if i could in a plane full of 100 people and if it's in anti-gravity right, it come might just hang around you like, ah, fuck it fuck it i wish i hadn't done that <laughs> it's obvious who it is as well yeah. here's a question something that i thought of this week which comes up because I brought up anti-gravity. I'm sorry, this is a little brief tangent. I had a thought. Mm. I was listening to a podcast about space and anti-gravity, and he was talking about how like the effects on your actual body, like anti-gravity has, like, for example, your bladder fills up from the top and the sides are all sides at once, mm. like, and you only really know you need a pee when it's like totally full and then touches the bottom, you're like, oh, pee time. So yeah. Gravity has a big effect. If you get cut open and fucked up in space, you're probably going to be died. It's going to be hard to heal because of blood flow. That's a good point, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? But what if gravity is the only thing keeping your soul in your body and everyone that's been to space has lost their soul? <laughs> right? And they right. come back and that's why they're all a bit fucking weird. Are they? Let's be honest. Most of them are a bit eccentric. I think so you've got to be eccentric to do that job. Anyway. Some of them said the same fucking aliens. They're mad just to get a few quid. Lost their souls. 
to space, to the cosmos. <laughs> I don't believe that. There's that one astronaut's official photo where he's got his two dogs with him and the one's like licking his face and the other's having a... Yeah, that's why the dog's like, I can't his bones, so different. No, the dogs are happy to see him after he's come back. Yeah, it isn't Cerberus. <laughs> no, there was definitely two dogs. Are you poo-pooing my soulless astronaut theory? Yes. Look, instantly. Think yeah. about it. I, mean, I want well, you to, to, to oh, meditate oh, on all it. Right, come I'll start with one week. question. Okay. What is the soul? It's the essence inside one, the electrical signals, <laughs> the memories, the collective data that is your personality. One would say it was consciousness, perhaps. It's, it's the collective data that, that constitutes your personality and who you are that's just sort of floating around in there. I haven't really... Yeah, so if they're soulless and they have no personality or nothing, would they? Yeah, the dogs wouldn't like him. Well, they're just faking it. They know on the inside something feels different. <laughs> you can't speak for those dogs. I'm speaking they for the They look perfectly happy to see their dad. They lost their souls. Anyone who goes into space, your soul just floats off. I'm sorry, but that's the biggest one of bollocks. How do you know? I've had to sit through today and I've spent some of it researching the view and trying to... It's like super... It's like... Thank you very much. It's like pseudo-science mixed with pseudo... I sit there contemplating the deep questions while you're just copying down Wikipedia. How dare you? I was... That was good journalism, me thinking about that today whilst having a chum. Well, for a start... You've got to assume there's a soul. So, no, there isn't. Fuck that. Prove it. Prove there's a soul. I'll fucking get on board with your theory. Did you know, in space, your bladder fills up from the top? <laughs> yeah, you also have to shit into a plastic bag. What of it? I mean... Well, 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 you're well, so I don't know. You're fucking so much <laughs> I can't afford to brush a toilet, Mike. Can't you shit in a plastic bag? Chuck it out the window. Gets the free poo bags off the council for the duck. <laughs> Shits in them. Pit those with the window towards the bin at the front. Because <laughs> he's got no soul. The Mike's in a bit of space. Bit of an adventure, but not space. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a theory, so back to the Bermuda Triangle. It's a theory, but it's a flawed yeah, theory. Well, thanks, for, thanks for once again shitting on my journalism. It's life coaching your Thank you. Do you have another check yet? Thank you very much. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll just go back to be a non-questioning Gaz. robot who doesn't think about the world around him. If perception is reality, then mm-hmm. what you perceive is real, so it's real for you. Yeah. How much David Icke have you been reading recently? Yeah, I'm just, you know, I was thinking about gravity. <laughs> when boys start with Newton. <laughs> Space, I don't know if you know this, there is no gravity. There is no. gravity, actually. Of course there's gravity, it's just it not a lot. work. All right, smart ass. <laughs> you know I fucking mean. <laughs> I've seen Homer floating round going, om, 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 Yeah, it's a good episode that, actually. You know, I know people float in space. And I thought about that. And I thought about the effect it might have on the body, the soul. So you don't assume there's a soul. Know, you're both looking at me like I've been smoking crack, which I haven't. <laughs> Only marijuana, allegedly. Let's get back to what's happening in the triangle. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell's triangle. Devil's triangle. The devil's triangle. That's what I call my ex-girlfriend's vagina. Burning is back. I'll sit with the in the in-laws. I'm not gonna tell the in-laws for that the soul and in-laws. I can hear the people switching off this podcast. She must have been to space because she's got no fucking soul. So why the vanishings? 
as you've mentioned a few before, so we're going, aliens capturing the humans for some nefarious plot or research. Uh-huh. Geomagnetic storms confusing navigational systems. Mm-hmm. The lost continent of Atlantis sucking the vessels into its grasp of the mysterious unidentified force hmm. for some reason. Um, plausible. Um, strong vortexes slurping the victims into another dimension or under the sea. Plausible. Yeah. So apparently, UK scientists recently conducted a study that the area is prone to giant and rogue waves, which is another mm-hmm. theory. Um, anywhere you get multiple storm fronts coming in, you can get rogue waves, so the tip of South Africa, for example, is very prone to them because you've got three oceans all meeting there. Next thing you know, there's a wall of water in front of you that can be up to uh, 30 metres high. Mm. That's big. Yeah. Shippy go bye-bye. Yeah, um, bigger ships are more prone to be affected because they um, ride two waves when they float along. They, yeah. The front and the back go up together. You get a massive thing like that and they just break in half. Uh, and you all die visually. Yeah. Watery graves sink to the bottom of the ships sink in rough seas, it happens. Yeah, it does, it does. I did hear a more pedestrian, probably more likely theory is that a lot of people, a lot of amateur people, an untold number of amateurs, just go out sailing in that area for the first time in their lives. I read a story on one article about somebody who was trying to navigate with a road map and a mobile phone. Oh, for fuck's sake! In the ocean. Yeah, realise that signal... Did you not realise there wasn't roads in the ocean? Realises that signal, you know, disappears from the mobile phone when you're out at sea and need to be rescued. And he's oh. like, you know, a lot of just unskilled people out in little road map. ships just... Yeah, I mean, surely I thought... just looking at the coast and trying to think, oh. well, there's the island. It would show the island, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, map. it'd show the, yeah, the coastline, no, wouldn't it? Yeah, so. They're accurate, just completely underprepared, the point is. A lot of people, there's rough seas, like you said, three sort of wind weather systems converging unskilled people going out there getting out of their depth and just get washed away and destroyed by waves yeah and these people haven't even got any kind of radio equipment either because mobile phones i'm a bit more confused how planes go down because they usually Mm. leave some debris floating on the surface don't they and i've got a few more other theories here methane gas theory oh i like this one larger amounts of terrifying sorry Gas is known to exist below the ocean floor, trapped in sediments to form in form of methane hydrates. Ooh. If such gas finds its way out and starts rising in the water, it can significantly reduce the density of water in the area, and ships passing over that area sink in no time. Uh, such gas release can also create explosions and saturate the atmosphere with methane gas, causing planes to crash. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm. Hexagonal clouds. You want yes. to know hexagonal clouds? So you set, you set me gas, didn't you? Yeah. Stuff on this. So um, scientists have noticed formations of strange hexagonal shaped clouds with straight edges on, Bermuda, on the Bermuda Triangle. This is a strange and rare phenomena. Uh, meteorologists confirm other such formations of cloud in the North Sea and evidence shown by satellite images that they are like air bombs. The air bombs can blast and send out winds to the ocean beneath at speeds of up to 170 miles per hour, which can be dangerous for aircraft or ships passing through it. Additionally, such air bomb explosions can create gigantic waves as high as 45 feet and ocean surface winds of 100 miles an hour, which also can be pretty dangerous. What I've fucking thought so. Yeah, just a bit. Air bombs, man. <laughs> That's it. Air bombs! Oh, that's pretty metal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
That's got to be a, a fucking uh, track name, Air Bomb. That's when my missus kicks off at me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Did anyone mention electronic fog? Oh, no, one. It's been heard several times that ships and aircraft get engulfed in some kind of electronic fog, and the fog keeps moving along with the ship or the plane, and eventually all the electronic equipment and other instruments start malfunctioning, and the ships and airplanes either disintegrate or disappear without a trace. Vancouver-based scientist John Hutchinson, through his experiments, has shown the occurrence of electronic fog that can cause some strange phenomena. Ah. So that kind of ties into the Turkish Airlines flight 2017, all the fucking electric starts screwing. End up actually flying to Washington, which is a good fucking way off course, let's face it. Yep. So, yeah, and that, that kind of weirdly, you know, the electronic fog thing. Charles Burlitz wrote the book on the Bermuda Triangle. He also wrote the book on the Philadelphia Experiment. Well, what was the Philadelphia Experiment? Creating an electronic fog to move things through time mm. and space and dimensions to pop out somewhere else. So yeah, maybe the two are connected. Maybe this maybe the Philadelphia experiment went rogue. Hmm. Fuck yeah. Well maybe people just shit at sailing. There is that. But it does confuse me the planes though. Maybe I'm just being thick, I just think there's some debris. You know, washes up somewhere at some point eventually. It floats a lot of it, doesn't it? Bits of it. Yeah think it'll but, wash up eventually so maybe ships are going down to the bottom but what's pulling the what confuses people maybe i don't know maybe it's wind maybe planes are being sucked into another dimension maybe you're flying one of these old school planes and the next thing you know you're back in ancient indian times when it talks about the bug, bug yeah. yeah i can't say it. i apologize uh, but we are going to do an episode on that one yeah, day the ancient plane. imagine that you slip through dimensions and you're back there, flying against ancient, and you got to join in the fight. And yeah, you're man, you'll be, be awesome, you'll turn up and you're a fairly modern fighter and, yeah. and win the day and you'll be a hero and king. Here's a fun story, very brief. I nearly made my dear good lady throw up, uh, and she had a headache from watching me play Star Wars Battlefront on a big TV and I was pl uh, flying an X-Wing, mm, and yeah. it's complete 3D and you just, and I was... It was so fast and twisty, she basically got motion sickness and had to leave the room. Wow. I found that fairly amusing. Yeah. I gamed you into illness. <laughs> I threw my X-Wing so hard, you got ill. <laughs> I'm such a hero. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Back to the planes. I hope Porkins features. <laughs> no. Well, maybe he does, but I haven't come across it. Oh, man. It's fucking hard to fly an X-Wing and shoot down TIE fighters. It's fucking... Oh, Porkins managed it. Shit. Yeah, all right. <laughs> he got blown up, didn't he? He did, but yeah. he was a war hero guy. Rest in peace. Oh. RPD yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for your service. Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> um, the treacherous underwater reefs. Uh, the Bermuda Island is also known as the Isle of the Devils. Forms one corner of the triangle. It is located about 60, 650 miles off the east coast of the US. It's a well-known fact the island is almost completely ringed by numerous shipwrecks that lie the ocean floor near its shores. In fact, there are more than 300 ships wrecked within 200 square miles of water surrounding Bermuda. So why is the ocean floor here become a ship's graveyard? The answer is known. There's a load of underwater reefs surrounding Bermuda that rise in the bottom of the sea and remain dangerously hidden under the water surface. Oh dear. Yeah. So yeah, simple as. They just strike in reefs. Whirlpools and blue holes. Mm. Blue holes are under large underwater caves 
or cavities which have been formed through geological transformations. These bottle-shaped caves that have their openings near the water surface have depths of hundreds of feet. The largest such blue hole in Bahamas and second deepest in the world is, de is Dean's Blue Hole. Uh, <laughs> has a depth of 666 six, six feet. Oh. Nah, 663. Oh. It's a shame. It is. They missed out on something there. Yeah. We need to find an extra three feet. New Peter. <laughs> That's what yeah, she said. I'd have literally gone down there with some dynamite and blown an extra little bit out of it. <laughs> uh, the Gulf Stream. There's the ocean current that originates in the Gulf of Mexico. Compass variation. Mm. Do you know that magnetic and absolute north are not the same? Yes, I did. Which means that the north were to a compass. <laughs> 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 Points in the absolute geographic north, which is the North Pole, are different. So ships need to make adjustment for this difference to keep to the right direction. <clears throat> but in the Bermuda Triangle, there was a narrow strip where both these norths become the same. Oh, I'm already <laughs> confused just reading it, so fuck <laughs> flying a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You know, to get your, your pilot's license, you know, so light aircraft license, you have to be able to, mem you have to memorise clone shapes and shit like that. You have to pick out <laughs> clone shapes. That one looks like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> that one looks like a banana. Yeah, you just failed. Cumulo <laughs> 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 nimbus. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. But it looked just like the king. <laughs> Elvis saving. <laughs> uh, so, um, <laughs> no. Or it could be human error. Yeah. yeah. I think human error plays a lot of part yes. in Well, you know that statistically, like, it doesn't even cost more insurance-wise to, to sail through the Bermuda Triangle on a cruise ship or anything, according to Lloyds of London. I heard that on another podcast, Stuff You Should Know. They did the hardcore research that I didn't have to. It's statistically no more dangerous than other rough areas. It's just got a reputation built up. Yeah. But, you know, it is still, to me weird why things just completely disappear it's pretty scary isn't it that the ocean is just that wild and oh yeah i mean you know dangerous that things can just really big things with lots of people on board can just because isn't it about a thousand people altogether are unaccounted for in that triangle yeah but i imagine that the, in various other sort of places yeah, it's no higher than other bits but so it's just telling you that the sea is a bastard yeah well sailors have known that for years Never a sailor was made on a calm sea. Exactly. Or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, it's an old Irish proverb. Yeah. Roddy Piper taught it me. Ah, fantastic. Not personally, I heard him say it on his podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Thought you were just, just you know, saying that you had an intimate relationship with Roddy Piper. And, uh, I think the other one he used to say was, uh, I hope we get it right, if I have any enemies, may God turn their hearts. Aww. And if he can't turn their hearts, may he turn their ankles so I can tell them from their walk. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Ruddy. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P.D. Go hear what the Daily Star says about the, the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, yeah! The Daily Star. <laughs> the Daily Star. Bermuda Triangle mysteries solved? Question mark. Wow. Solved in capital letters. Shock claims that the lost city of Atlantis is caught in the activity. Of course. Wow! <laughs> and, and Atlantis. It has to be it's true. It's Aquaman. It has to be true if it's in a headline. And didn't we learn early on in our conspiracy journey doing this show that the Atlanteans are also like the big blonde, what's the word? Aryan. Aryan, yeah. you know. Yeah, they are, yeah, they're part of that crew. Yeah, and Hitler's mates had a bit of a. Yeah. 
The Aryans, oh. yeah, and then the people with of Atlantis and bled the super bread, bled bread. The diluted the super race a little. Oh bit. yeah, a little bit. So these were the supermen, the big tall yeah. and with tele telekinetic, telekinetical powers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there's some fucking BMF bad motherfuckers, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's, it's Atlantis, I mean... They're stealing planes. It was, huh? Some believe it was a real place, and it runs the ruling power of the world before a natural disaster sank the entire island into the sea. Conspiracists who claim the city lies in the triangle believe the energy crystals used to generate power for the ancient civilization are so powerful that they sink vessels. So wow. why not every vessel? Oh, because it depends who's on board. <laughs> they um... <laughs> Only six Nazis. They're making moral judgments. <laughs> <laughs> They're making my uh, yeah moral judgments. Or anyone who isn't a Nazi. I oh Nazi, yeah, yeah, it? true, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe it's just random. I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> but all I know is things are disappearing there. The seas are bastard. Maybe it's vortexes, maybe they're being sucked into ancient alien wars, maybe they're falling through space for eternity, maybe they're burning in the pits of hell itself. <laughs> maybe they're under the, maybe they've been sucked into the hollow earth, maybe they're underground yeah. living a, a lovely life in that beautiful unpolluted atmosphere. Oh, having nice. sex with eight foot tall mm. Amazonian women with oh, that'd be great. breasts with cleavage you could ski down. Oh fantastic. Uh, boys from the dwarf. Yeah. Um yes. I don't know. Anything's possible. Well, we've got aliens to blame. Oh, tell me about the aliens. Uh, from the Express, uh, the Bermuda Triangle could be home to an underwater alien base, which would explain a spate of mysterious disappearances conspiracy theorists have claimed. Megatron's base is underwater in the original G1 cartoon. Could be Megatron, then. Could be reality. Hmm. In the book uh, that Mr. Burlitz wrote, which you mentioned earlier, he wrote, uh, lacking a logical and readily acceptable explanation, independent researchers concerned with the disappearances in the Bermuda Triangle have gone even further afield. Some to explanations based on exceptions to natural law, others to suggestions of interdimensional changeover through a passageway equivalent to a hole in the sky, mm. and others believe the disappearances are engineered by entities from inner or outer space. But reports of aliens in the Bermuda Triangle go back much further in time than this. And this is when I mentioned Columbus, which I did read about but thought wasn't sufficiently interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Columbus. Yeah. He was on the brink of discovering the Americas in 1492 when he allegedly saw a UFO in the waters near Bermuda. An entry into his log on October 11th, 1492 read, The land was first seen by a sailor called Rodrigo de Troiania. Through the... Through, Although the Admiral, at 10 o'clock that evening, standing on the quarterdeck, saw a light, but so small a body he could not affirm it to be land. Calling to Pero Gutierrez, groom of the King's wardrobe, he told <laughs> him he saw a light and bid him look that way, which he did and saw it. He did the same to Rodrigo Sanchez of Segovia, whom the King and Queen had sent with the squadron as a comptroller, but he was unable to see it from his situation. The Admiral again perceived it once or twice, appearing like the light of a wax candle moving up and down, with some thought an indication of land, but the Admiral held for certain the land was not near. Mm. UFOs. According to website uh, Bian, binallofamerica.com? Yeah, I'd say so. This is a sign of a UFO? Well, yeah, it is a UFO. It's an identified flying object, but it could have been... 
a lot of things, couldn't I think it? it's binallofamerica.com. Well, maybe. Binallofamerica.com. I apologise. One O with double N. Mm. Put it all in the bin? Yeah. Not all of it. I like some bits. Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Movies. Anyway. Whoo, it's aliens, boys. Why not? Book it. Could be, couldn't it? We can't rule it out as a possibility. No. That's the thing. If you push me on it, and if we're gonna, are we gonna wrap up? Yeah. What should we? If you got any more, anybody? No. no yeah. I'm, let's I'm, throw. Uh, let's go. I have got some other alleged devil's triangles okay. in the world. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Or vile vortices, as they're known. Ooh. And um, they are sites of unexplained disappearances and other phenomena. And um, the Algerian monoliths. Uh, they are south of Timbuktu. The Indus Valley, Pakistan. The Devil's Sea in Japan, that's another triangle of the coast of Japan. The South Atlantic Anon... Ano I can never say it. Anon Anonymity, anonymity. That's the one. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. Saves me, saves me mispronouncing it. <laughs> anomaly. Yeah. Yes! Um, Wharton, Bas yeah, Wharton Basin. The Easter Island Megaliths. East of Rio de Janeiro. The Lordy Islands and both poles. There's yeah. quite a lot. They are linked to subtle energy matter and ley lines and are electromagnetic aberrations. The sea's a bastard. Yeah, basically. It? Yeah, that's, pretty much. That's my two cents. <laughs> Fair enough. Sea's a bastard! Scientific. Can you put a, a Yorkshireman's flat cap on and lose a few teeth and then say that, please? <laughs> Just look out at the bay with a tear rolling down your cheek. Aye, a bastard is she. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> that sums the it up most everything. likely uh, <coughs> scenario, the sea and the air and Mother Nature's a bastard. But I would like to think possibly vortexes into other dimensions, slipping through realities, slipping through time, something like that. I'd like to think they're living happily ever after in, you know, future world or, I don't know, the 1950s, maybe they're bopping away. It's sort of rotting at the bottom of the ocean, yeah. trapped in whatever thing they were or, in. Or falling through non-space for eternity. Yeah. There must be a lot of planes and ships at the bottom of the sea. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, well, I'm looking for you. I'm not going to fly through there. <laughs> um, it sounds nice. As, as much as... Um, I'm just going to go with aliens. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, why not? It's aliens. Fuck it. giant owls. Um, I also think that... <laughs> I also the planes down. All, all joking aside, um, if it's not aliens, then it's basic human error, and that bit of sea is just a bit rough. A bit you, get of both. Some, you get some freak waves. Okay, here it's we a bit go. Rough. Yeah, well, you prove that there's other places like that, so it, yeah, that sums it up. Humans can be dicks. The sea's a bastard. Yeah, <laughs> or it could be aliens. Yeah, there you go. I'm not buying into the Atlantean thing. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe, since we, since has we, anyone looked at the correlation between was there a lot of Jewish people on these planes that went missing? Well, that's maybe. a that's or non or you know left these wing Atlanteans people or, created the Nazis apparently according to mythology. So unless, maybe they're a bit maybe that's where it comes from. I don't know. I'm, yeah, because they were taking down America that flight that flight of fighter bombers. That was nineteen forty five. Mm. You know, I think the war was actually over at that point. Maybe the Nazis but, created uh, a sort of weird zone. With energy, with matter. Brilliant. With, with Vril, Bob Vril. Vril, it was Vril. Vril, I remember on that Disney called episode Vril. Massive waves and strong winds. Ah. Mm. The thing is, that's the thing is, you've got all these other points on the planet where like oceans meet. Yeah. Like, and you get these freak waves. 
and as you said, a big, big ship just can't hope to compete with it, and you get what's, you know, the Poseidon Adventure scenario, where you've got to escape from an upside-down cruise ship with the help of a priest. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, Trying to climb yeah. up and he's touching your ass. Will you <laughs> fuck up? And he was Catholic as well, so you've got to keep an eye on any child survivors. Eyes front, priesty, eyes front. But you send the priest to the guy in front and keep the children in the yeah, back, wouldn't where you? I can what are you fucking yeah, see you. What are you doing back there? Get the butt back to the front, you pedo. Yeah, where I can see you. He'd be escaping with his shotgun at the back of oh, his yeah. head. Oh, yeah. He's going to yeah. scout the way through He'd the bowels like of the canary. ship. He'd be like Yeah. And then, uh, just as the rescuers mm. are cutting through the hull, I'm just going to snap his neck from behind. Yeah. Just as we're about to get off the, the doomed ship, oh, yeah, I'm going to turn around and say, you didn't think you were getting off, did you? Yeah. He'd snap his neck. This is for little Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is him I haven't got a gun. It's a cruise oh. ship. No, I'd have it's a gun. It's beside adventure. There's I'm no a, guns on a cruise ship, is I'm, there? I'm an authentic action hero. I always have a gun. Oh, you're in a dirty white vest and shoeless as well, oh, aren't you? Oh, yes. Running across <laughs> glass. <laughs> That's yeah. me. Smoking yeah. cigars. <laughs> Executing pedophile priests. Yeah. <laughs> While the ship goes down to an 80s rock soundtrack. <laughs> yes. But why are you on a ship full of paedophile priests in the first place? There's only one! There's only one, you little... He's dropped in by helicopter. There's, you said on the Poseidon... Yeah, there was one priest yeah, on the ship. So there's one on this ship. Yeah, you said I'm just gonna be, there's going to be a montage of me doing it. That's just more no, than one. A montage of me escape from the ship and we use him as the canary. We've just literally discussed it. He helps us escape because he's the canary. And just as we get off the fucking ship after I've done all the running across the glass and being a hero I then turn around and execute him and say that's for little Timmy I think you've been on a waterbed cruise with some peanut cruises <laughs> <laughs> that is not my action movie fantasy they're not going to touch me are they it's fucking unless I've got a minigun to take a fucking a cruise ship full of them down, I don't know. Or oh, demonically possessed pedo priest being gunned down by a minigun. I'd watch that. There'd be a market for it somewhere, there you go. Anyway. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? I think we just wrapped up the rear triangle. <laughs> what, with pedo priests? Yeah. <laughs> if this is your first episode... We apologise. Yeah, well, we sort of apologise. No, because the Catholic Church are a bunch of shits. No, it's pretty much always like this, is what well, I mean. Yeah. We sort of talk about what we advertise that we're going to talk about. <laughs> Mostly. Yeah. I blame the weed and the beer. Well, like I say, we've said before, you don't get this on Radio 4, do you? That's it. So we um, get a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> I, I bet you do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was miming, masturbating to the Archer's theme for anyone listening. Uh, so, yeah, should we, so we put a pin in that then? Or yeah, we, yeah um, thank you very much, my theories. Come back to some weird news and yeah. uh, a bit of Alex. A bit of Alex. We'll be back. And we're back, so we're going to do a bit more weird news to finish off, and then we've got some full Alex. And some Daily Star. Sunday Sport headlines. Sunday, Sunday Sport, sorry. They're pretty interchangeable. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Alright, so what's the first one? Oh, God. Literally. Paul McCartney saw God after taking drugs during Beatles' heyday. I fucking hate Paul McCartney. Oh, what's he done to you? Oh, he just needs to pack in and go home, doesn't he? 
Oh, yeah, but he's dying his hair, his voice is gone, he just does Hey Jude grams. If you, you know, give Paul McCartney 50 grand, he'll rock up and sing Hey Jude at your fucking event. It's just, just pack it I think in, it'll mate. Cost more than that. And whatever, just, just pack it in, go home. A million. Oh, whatever, however much it is. <laughs> like, just go home, mate. Imagine go home, saying so you pack it in. You if you ever make it to that age, so, oh, you're too old, fuck off, you can't do what you love anymore. Off, Look, some know. people need to know, and then, then their voices no, go. Maybe you just their voice goes and you start it out. Maybe you just don't have to listen to him, but let the people that do like him, they can continue enjoying Yeah, but then him. he keeps coming up with shit like this to get himself back in the limelight. He it's might have saw, he took a lot of fucking drugs, and it's saw God in quotes. You know what I mean? It's possible to be so high one feels like one is interacting with God. But I'm saying no. one is a lot this yeah. week. I don't know why I'm trying to sound like I'm, uh, I don't know, educated or something. But, um, yeah, look, come on, be, be, go easy on the Paul. No. On the Sir Paul. No. Come on, you respect like, all that shit. It's not even the real Paul. You respect it's all like that shit. It's not even the real shit. Paul. Oh, yeah, it's Paul is Paul. dead. It's Paul. Paul, yeah, yeah, the fake Paul. Come on, you respect knighthoods and no. all that shit, don't you? No. no. Being a military man? No, I'm... I'm I may have that background, but I, I really don't like the establishment. Well, you should respect the fucking Beatles as a human being. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And he did well for, as Nirvana frontman as well. Excuse me? He did... What? Where was he in Nevada? <laughs> Did I miss something? Is, more, what? is that when you pulled yourself into the dimension of all your is releasing with Nevada? Jesus, am I in none space now? I just felt like my brain came out of my ear holes. No, you didn't have the in Nevada. What, oh, for like one night or something, yeah. didn't Oh, well, that doesn't count. Well, you're battling my brain or something. But they, did, they, they wrote a song and they, they played it. It's pretty good. What the fuck oh. did they get Paul McCartney out there for when there were so many other people? Couldn't Dave Grohl just fucking sung? Oh, with the lights And they could have got Chad Channing into drum. They could have got Chad Channing back into drum and put Dave Grohl up front. I want to Paul McCartney. Yeah, they wrote Paul a song. McCartney. He was the Beatle who supposedly had less of an appetite for mind-altering drugs than his bandmates, but Paul McCartney... Don't it's read tough. it with disdain in your voice, just <laughs> That's unprofessional, come on. Paul McCartney, Paul, Paul McCartney has told how the ingestion of one <laughs> substance during his heyday led to him seeing God. Yeah, like a BBC reporter. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. We were immediately nailed to the sofa and I saw God. This amazing, towering thing and I was humbled, McCartney told the Sunday Times, recalling taking the substance with people including the art dealer and gallery owner Robert Fraser. And the substance is DMT. And, oh. and what I'm saying is that that moment didn't turn my life around, but it was a clue. It was huge. A massive wall I couldn't see the top of. And I was at the bottom. And anybody else would say, it's just a drug, the hallucination. But both Robert and I were like, did you see that? We felt we'd seen a higher thing. And I also need some publicity for my flagging career. Such a cynic. I'm gonna spike you with DMT. Yeah, I'm gonna give him some Fine. fucking give me some fucking DMT. And he'd come back right. and just yeah, sit in the Yeah, all right. One day we'll spike, we'll spike you. Don't you just tell me and I was doing it. No, but we'll be more fun if we spike you <laughs> while the mics are up. Mm. Mm. So you well, gave us our permission, so one day. Yeah. I think if you wish to spike me, I'd say, oh, some DMT. It sounds to me that Paulie Baby <coughs> was, yeah, doing some DMT with his mate. They both tripped and had a similar trip, saw the same thing. And he can interpret that as God if he wants to. He can't turn to fuck himself in the ass just for that, Ben. Come on. No, He's a psychonaut doing these I things I wish to, I could do. I'm going to turn to go fuck himself in the ass for trying to sort of, hey, I did, I did some drugs back in the Beatles. He was in a fucking Beatles, Ben! What the fuck? He's got past! Biggest band in the world ever. Uh, uh, that was some Manchurian man, that's some Manchurian candid mind control shit. The Beatles weren't that good. 
can only think of Elvis as probably bigger than the Beatles. Yeah, but he was the king. <laughs> Beatles were amazing. Can't think of anyone else bigger. They were better. Not, I'll give you that. They were better when they started taking the drugs. Yeah, that's true. I'm not. I'm not a huge Beatles fan myself. I like a few tracks, but I prefer John Lennon's solo stuff myself. He was another little twat, though. Wasn't he? <laughs> that old banish was ever ass. I'm not even gonna go there. You what? really are a fascist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You hate all the peaceful men who want to change the world. Paul McCartney's in with the reptilian elite, mate. He is fucking there at them fucking sex no, kill orders. He has got a baggy face. Remember, we... I can't believe we haven't brought this up. We've forgotten. It's just popped back in my brain. We discussed Paul, the fake Paul. Yeah. And didn't we realize, uh, come to the conclusion that he was an international assassin killing all the people in the 27 Club? Well, maybe, yeah. On behalf yeah. of the government. Yeah, possibly. So careful what thou say. Well, I'm, I'm really all right. I'm past 27. Oh, yeah. Are <laughs> you not a famous musician? <laughs> I'm that. <laughs> well, the I'm... unknown podcast of Joins the 35 Club. <laughs> Just him in it at the minute. Absolutely nothing of note about this story, apart from the fact that he was killed by... It seems Sir Paul McCartney. He both showed Carter and McCartney fighting randomly in the street. <laughs> no one knows why Sir Paul McCartney was in the stairwell of the Bluffy Flats. But the camera clearly cool shows ball. him there. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And uh, he was heard shouting, Don't fuck with me, you cunt. <laughs> I was in the fucking Beatles. <laughs> That's fight Paul McCartney. <laughs> you can't do that. It's like fighting the fucking courts for the weekend at Bernie's. That's fine. Oh, his son, whatever. Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'd have to cheer Paul in that one. Sir so, Paul, thank you for your service. Yeah, whatever. Moving on? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, 10. Hospitalised after being bullied, says he didn't fight back because it's not the Jedi way. Well, I think you'll find it is. <laughs> They're allowed to defend themselves. That's why they carry laser swords. <laughs> they fucking decapitate people yeah. and cut their eyes off. In all fairness, let's face it, the Star Trek films, the main plot of how mm. is like the Jedi use their swords to kill people and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's an underlying theme throughout the films, isn't it? They don't like oh, we to won't fight, cut fucking Darth Maul in two pieces! Exactly! They don't like to fight, but when they do, they're quite good at it. You meditated first, for a what? bit, between them gate things that wouldn't open. Oh, yeah. Until yeah. Qui-Gon, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, poor old Qui-Gon. Yeah, but it would Darth Maul just very, did the splits, remember? Yeah. It would be a very dull film franchise if the Jedi didn't fight back. Well, you're a fucking... You should be able to speak on this. It's a I'm so trainee. He's not even a Padawan, he's a youngling. We may have discussed this before. He's the oldest youngling He's a fucking dead youngling. He's one of the younglings that was executed by Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> he was starting. Come down before he could even reach his prime. <laughs> he never made it to be a force ghost. <laughs> Well, if oh. you are, you're like Slimer or something. <laughs> <laughs> Slimer versus a Force Ghost. I want to see that. Yeah, so do I, actually. Um, so, yeah, back to the A 10-year-old boy who had to be hospitalised after being bullied this week has won the praise of Star Wars star Mark Hamill as he did not fight back because it isn't the Jedi way. Was he not in the films? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, fifth grader Aidan Vasquez from Desert Hot Springs, California, said he did not respond to being punched and insulted because it went against the Star Wars Knights ethics. Now, I think you'll find that <laughs> Obi-Wan cuts a guy's arm off in a bar yeah. just to try to start a fight with Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like you. Mm. I don't like you. I've got a death sentence on 12 systems, you know. <laughs> <laughs> arm on the floor. He did pull a gun. I don't think he did. He did, didn't he? No, I don't think he did. Uh, maybe he didn't then. I thought he did. I mean, he got punched, he got bleeding cut to his eyebrow. Um, he's in primary school as well, which is a little bit tragic, I suppose. But, you know, he's got, he needs to watch the movies a bit more. Uh, yeah. I mean, he must have seen the prequels. I mean, that bit at the end and Tackle the Clones and all the Jedi show up and start whooping ass. Yeah. They're doing some fighting then. Yeah, they kill a lot of people. Basically. Jedi's kill. Yeah, sort it out, mate. You're going to have to fucking, uh, you're going to have to let him fucking fight back. I mean, fair play for him to be, for being, you know, peaceful, but I'm sure he's just going to get beaten up. Well, Mark Hamill noticed Vasquez's strength of character and expressed his admiration for the 10-year-old, tweeting, I'm astonished by his wisdom and courage at such a tender age. I may be a fictional Jedi, but this boy's the real deal. I hope he sees his message and knows how much I admire him. Wow. I mean that's nice, but fair play to the guy. Man. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to involve himself in violence. I know it's happening to him. He doesn't have to retaliate. Yeah, but he can't say he's the Jedi way when quite we've we've already thrown out several examples of the Jedi. It depends. The Jedi religion, the Jedi religion that I'm a member of. But you see, so, so if you can the Sith yourself, rock up, you're not going to fight well, the Sith. Well, there's no thing as the Sith. Yeah, but if there's Jedi, then there's going to be Sith. That's a point, isn't it? It's equal. equal. There's only two of them. Yeah, but they're quite prepared to kill you, and you're <laughs> not prepared to kill them. Well, I don't. I don't know. I haven't read all the rules and regulations because <laughs> you haven't fucking started yet. So, what do you actually have to do to gain in your? You have to go up so he level. For the listener, Mike has joined the church. No, he hasn't joined. He's thinking about joining. Oh, no, I have joined. Oh, you joined it. Okay, I've signed sorry. up. Sorry. Oh, so you signed up. Yeah. Just yeah. haven't started to train. I haven't started the training yet. No. Right. You have to go up different levels. I say it takes about a year. What you have to do, you have right? To watch, yeah, you have to watch. They've got like, a list of videos you've got to watch on oh, shit. sort of philosophy and everything. Right, right. Uh, the first one is the hero's journey. When's the the, the basic tale of humanity, then. Um, basically, yeah. Because that's like every film is a hero's journey, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and and how that is part of our whole culture, like. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, sounds interesting. So that's how you become a Jedi. You study, study hard. Yeah, and then you write about it, and then uh, they, the ones that are trained, they mark it. Wow. Oh, sorry. When it's time to Jedi, it's time to study hard, hard. <laughs> and then you get your own study hard. Do, 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 study After a while, hard. then you get your own um, teacher. Wow. And a robe. And a robe. <laughs> I've got the robe already. I used the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, what else we got then? That's yeah, we've got one more. Misguided child gets beat up. Sums that one up. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, man has half his nose cut off and his ears are rude because he wants to look like a living skull. Holy shit! Well, okay. Um, a man with a lot of skeletons has cut off his nose so he can look like a skull. Tattoo artist uh, Kalaka Skull, whose real name is Eric Yina Hinkapi, 
Ramirez, who spent two years, I'm so glad he changed his name a little bit, who spent two years undergoing extreme body modifications in his quest to change his face. He's put up with a host of gruesome and painful procedures, including one to remove the lower half of his nose and another to take his ears off. I bet he's fucking a mess when he gets a cold, isn't he? Why? He gets a cold, he's got a bloody nose. He could fucking play the Red Skull in Captain America. Boom, that's what he's going for. (laughs) (laughs) The heavily tattooed artist had his tongue split in half and tattooed a blue-grey colour and had skull features including black eye sockets on his tattooed face. Oh. Yeah, we've got, we got a picture. I'm open. We've got a picture. I want to yeah, see it. Yeah, a picture. I'll get to it in a bit. Calaca School, 22. You know, 22. Was the first person in Colombia to opt to have his nose and ears voluntarily removed, putting a major storm in the country. The Daily Mail reports. Wow. He has also shaved his entire head to reveal hundreds of painful head tattoos and piercings. <laughs> his efforts to transform his appearance and the spooky results started after his mother's death. The young man said he was always fascinated by schools as a child, but refrained from any body, body mutilation while his mother was alive, as oh, she wouldn't nice. have given him the green light. Like, he says he feels very attached to schools. Hmm. Body modifications are a personal thing. Personal decisions should not be judged. Uh-huh. I suppose he's got a point. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, if he wants to fucking uh, look like a school, whatever, yeah. I don't really care. Him, isn't it doesn't affect me. It's it, but cutting your nose off your nose off. Despite your face. <laughs> yeah. Despite your skull. Yeah. <laughs> and this is in the, the mirror, so if you want to, if listeners want to go have a look. Wow, a that's, um, that is kind of creepy. It fucking, oh, wow. prick. I don't like him. <laughs> He's upsetting me. With, but as I say, present. imagine the mess when he gets, oh, that looks pretty cool, actually. When he gets He's a cold. himself a third eye as well. Yeah, a, a tattoo of a third eye on his, on his forehead. That's, I, I don't like looking at him. Oh, I don't know. I quite like that. The tattoos on his cheeks of the... the uh, He's got tattoos on either cheek, I assume, of his teeth going back. I quite like that. Right. That's, that's pretty funky. I find him unsettling. <laughs> He's so physically repugnant. Right. Oh, yeah, but... Oh, go away. Hey, you get a job in a metal band quite easily. <laughs> well, he's fucked when he gets a cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. He gets a really nose. He's like giving gonna, birth to slime up in the middle of his face. He's dribbling onto his fucking mouth. Mm. It's, oh, it's going to be grim dark. It's going to be fucking awful. It's going to look like an alien's cock coming green jizz right from the centre of his fucking yeah. mush. But easier to blow your nose. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. Easy to snort coke. Oh, God, no, it's going to hurt. That's going to be harder. That's going to be harder. Right, let's... <laughs> Fucking move on, I'm sick of looking at him. <laughs> fucking repugnant. Okay, let's go on to some Never Go Full Alex then. Okay. Thank you very much. The point of the game show is Mike plays us some random weirdos he finds on the internet, and then he plays us a clip of Alex Jones, Saint Alex Jones. Saint yeah. Alex. Should explain the patron saints of the show thing, really, shouldn't we? Because it's been it's a while since we've done that. So we've got three patron saints of the show. Yes. Saint Ike, Saint David Ike. Yes. Saint Tony of Blair, yeah, for his non-ending charity work and peacefulness. Well, <laughs> the middle, the Middle East peace envoy, Tony peace, Blair. yeah, and patron of noted war criminal and uh, patron of save the children. <laughs> well, we, we in the UFOs in wartime episode, we decided that he was yeah. a good guy, mm. wasn't he? Ah. He was forced to protect us from a greater knowledge that would fucking destroy us all. And That's he had it. to take the fall a bit like Batman at the end of the Dark Knight. Of course, yeah. yeah. Of course. He became the the the. Saddam had he lived long enough. and giant scorpions. Yeah. Mutant. Yeah. Fuck. Robot scorpions. Yeah. Go back to our previous episodes yeah. and check it all out. 
Uh, well, it's somewhat ironic. If you, if you, please, I think I'm using ironic in the right terms. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Our saints are ironic. Yeah, but they are the patron saints of this show. The patron the saints are totally fucked up. Yeah, the patron saints of bullshit. Yeah, the last that's one. That's it, basically. The patron saints of bullshit. Yeah, and the last one, of course, Saint Alex, mm. who um, is literally the patron saint of bullshit. At the most bashing, crazy man. Ike, on the Ike says planet. stuff that's kind of true, but late lattice is it with bullshit. Mm. Tony, of course, noted philanthropist, child killer, war criminal, <laughs> <laughs> professional bullshit artist, um, probably he, possible reptilian. Didn't he even um, do like mortgage allegedly. fraud? I don't Isn't know. There a bit uh, of that involved Sherry sold a house. You should probably, know. Maybe. Yeah. Like so that. those those are the three saints. So um, we we then. Mike finds us a clip of someone uh, going in St. Alex to compete in batshit crazy, and it is the best game show in this flat. Yes. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? So uh, let's uh, let's go. Who we got? Uh, Jim Backer, uh, noted American Christian evangelical minister Jim Backer, who was featured before. He won't wear a Trump hat for fear of being murdered in the street. What's it going to take for the church to really stand up in, during these next election years? I, I'm very concerned because if, if we don't, God's not mocked. People in America are mocking God. We're in a serious time. There's a lady that has a shirt back there, that T-shirt. Would you, would you say, pray for 45? I've been thinking, Lance, you, you are truly the wrecking ball preacher. I mean, you, you brought Trump right he, out he there. He means that in a good way. Yes. Yeah, yeah I know, <laughs> but I mean, because you're not afraid. Yeah. And you weren't afraid to stand up for Trump? Just you labeled him what God told you about him, and but now this shirt she has there, I've been thinking, I don't dare wear a Trump hat, and I'm confessing, I'm confessing it. But the evil in this country is so bad. The being, if I was a Republican, which I had been my whole life, I could I couldn't wear a hat with my candidate on it without concern about being murdered in the streets. Mm-hmm. Now, come on. Right. What's wrong with America? Why, why are we putting up with this? What if every church member's got to pray for 45, made them up themselves and do something? You know, America is freedom of speech, freedom of everything, freedom of religion, and yet the Christians are cowering back. And living in fear, even though we've elected a president, unless we move out in God, it will be the last president we ever elect. I believe there can be a revolution, a revival, a restoration. And I'm concerned. They're putting us in a corner. Right. And I won't shut up. So. I wish you would. <laughs> and I think what you just said, Lance, we need our pastors to stand up. But they send messages to me. 
constantly that I will be killed, that I will be through, and yet I don't stop. I'm in the United States of America and I'm threatened because I want to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I believe this whole book. Why can't I believe this book? In America, you cannot believe this book without being harassed. Well, you can believe that book without being harassed, Jim. It's just when you're a massive cunt like you, who just takes money from people for trying to believe in that book, then you can be harassed because you're a cunt. And I'd punch you for wearing a He's jumper. He's got his own show on national television. He says that, that you know, the Christians can't speak out in their country. Well, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And don't got, forget the war on Christmas, Mike. Like. They've got Mike Pence as the vice president. Yeah. But they're being pushed into a corner. And, you know, the US is a majority Christian country, is it not? Yeah, it is, yeah. Massively. So, you know. But the liberals, Mike. Well, <laughs> it's exaggerating, Mike, because people have been attacked for wearing make America great again hats. Oh, it has happened. Right, Maybe yeah. I'm murdered, but they have been attacked. It's happened. But he's just exaggerating, isn't he? That like it's not you're not instantly gonna be murdered for leaving your house in it. It's just in a few demonstrations have been clashes and people have fought over those hats. It's ridiculous, I know, but he's obviously a cunt. What's that got to do with anything? God or whatever. Just uh, whipping up paranoia and Yeah, of course that's all it is and he's he's very good at it. I give him that revolution. He's a good speaker. I'll give him that. Fuck him on the book. On the next one? Yeah. Oh, it's our good mate, Jesse Lee Peterson. Oh, he Lord. says Rosie O'Donnell's a fat demon from hell. Wow. Which is a... kind of confused. Wow. Okay. You're confused? It wasn't Rosie O'Donnell Roseanne who did that pro-Trump That's Roseanne tweet. Barr. Oh, yeah. fuck. Who's Rosie O'Donnell then? Uh, it's... She's a, a lesbian, actress. isn't she? A different actress, completely different. Rose in, Roseanne Barr was the comedian who's just recently mm -hmm. been fired for some yeah. sort of racist and she's a bit of an addict. And oh, right. Nice. Okay, yeah. so sorry, I'm completely wrong. I've got my Roseanne's box mixed up. Yeah, never mind. It's all good. Sorry. It's understandable. Oh, okay. We're human. In that case, I'm not so surprised that uh, he's slagging her off. Yeah. Oh, let's see what this guy has to say. I want to show you an evil woman who... Uh, uh, hate the president, hate the great white hope, she hate good, and uh, she's just a nasty, as President Trump said, fat woman. This is from the Daily Mail. Oh, God. <laughs> this woman, Rosie O'Donnell, remember her? She is bad, temporarily. She, she tends to go down in the gates of hell. And she oil up and, you know, get her demons, <laughs> demon instructions. And then she comes out and she put hell out on earth. And then she goes back underground Fuck. into hell. And then she comes back. This woman hate President Trump because he is not afraid of her. He stands up to her. He call it as he sees it. And she hate men. Rosie O'Donnell, in my opinion, hate men. Is that because she's a lesbian? <laughs> Uh, oh, I don't know if he's even got a radio talk show. It's, it's got to be online, hasn't it? There's no way nobody is paying him. He, he has to be no, online. The thing is, those, those people he's a got preacher, Trump elected. He? He can't speak shit they got Trump elected. He's a preacher, isn't he? He's a yeah. fucking reverend. Reverend or something. Yeah, he is. He's a reverend. He's probably got his own shoes. 
He's those people got Fuck. Trump elected. Yeah, but you can become a reverend by getting a certificate. Oh, I know that. I don't know if he's qualified, but guy. I mean, yeah, we'll discuss it afterwards. Let's see oh. what, what uh, the big boy old Donald himself. Not Donald. Oh, Freudian slip. Uh, dad. Just think uh, of it, Dad. I miss you, Dad. I miss you. Let <laughs> <laughs> me back in, Dad. Um, Saint Alex of Jones, or as he's known now, Alejandro Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jones loves transport, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> in this clip, he's warning that the deep state may soon nuke Washington, D.C. Oh, well, that's fantastic. <laughs> They're on TV saying, Trump, we're coming for you. We're going to kill you. To make it look like everything was peachy king for all their operatives and their deep state people. Hold the line. Stay here. You're safe. And like, in the text messages, none of this is real. There's no Russian collusion. This is dangerous. It's in the text messages. Continue on. McCabe, continue. Press the attack. Uh, this is illegal. Do it. You're in this deep enough. Yes, sir. I'll do it. <laughs> and then they all ran to Congress and ran to the president under his wings. Come on, chickens. Come on, little chickies. Right under, right under the wings. <laughs> not going to count my chickens before they hatch, but man, because you know when Darth Vader's got Luke Skywalker and he says, I have you now, he doesn't, so, and of course they're really Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker, but you got to ask yourself, oh, who's, the, who's the hero, who's their deuce ex, who's their Millennium Falcon coming screaming in to stop us from stopping them, because let me tell you something, right now, the allegory goes either, either way, we're about to squeeze the trigger and fire those torpedoes down the main reactor shaft. Or you put us in the other seat, we're Darth Vader, and here comes the Millennium Falcon. We gotta blow that thing up, politically. So, I'd be watching all sixes right now for what they're gonna pull, because they wanna set a nuke off in DC? They wanna pull some kind of hanky-panky? This is the time we're gonna do it. More incredible clips coming up. Oh, he's won that. What? Yeah. <laughs> a, a strange Star Wars reference. Where's he on about Darth Vader and the Millennium Falcon in the middle oh, of this? Because we, the, he, that really threw Because they need a Millennium Falcon to come screaming in and save oh. Trump. Because the, the, um, the, the, I well, assume a spaceship that... piloted by a big dog and a space pirate. Yes. Space Force? Space Force. <laughs> that's who Space Force is going to be in the early days. Space Force. A, a, a creature genetically made from Trump's favourite dog mm -hmm. and his favourite space pirate are going to... Wow. Are going to say... Come screaming in mm. and stop the... But in this case, stop the, the torpedoes going down the shaft. <laughs> Who were? Who were? And um, also to Does save Trump. blue balls. I have really no fucking idea what it was on about, apart from the fact that someone was going to nuke DC to spite Trump. Mm. I, I have no fucking idea what it was in about. So if we're going by the rules of the show, <laughs> um, <coughs> then he's won, hasn't he? <coughs> well, let's go through him. We've got Alex. So let's go back to the start. Jesse D. Peterson. Um, Sorry, yeah, second one. Jesse Peterson says that Rosie O'Donnell's a fat dude from hell. <laughs> well, that's just his personal opinion. Um, I don't know her work. I'd never heard of her to this point. Yeah, I, but I, do you actually think she goes down to hell? <laughs> and oils up. up as he said. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's, his I don't know, he's pretty nuts. Gets, yeah. his demon in, gets her demon instructions. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and reappears. And Satan himself, and then tweets something mean to the president. Oh. Why should he be scared of a comedian? I ah. mean, what the fuck? Because she's a devil, a tool of Satan Because if, you, if you're not on Trump's side, you're a devil, aren't you, in his world? So mm-hmm. I suppose, all right, oh, okay. And then we've got Jim Backer saying he won't wear his Trump hat for fear of being murdered in the street. There's <laughs> also... You know, he's, he's just doing that whole um, war on Christian thing, isn't he? Oh, we're all being pushed into a corner. Yeah, know, Send me some money. I'm surprised. Like, when he pulled that Bible out, yeah. I, and I bet if that clip had gone on longer, I bet he'd have said, and you can buy this buy copy of this Bible for yeah. $99. <laughs> $99. Christians being per- persecuted. They aren't in fear of ICE coming around their fucking homes and absconding them and sending them back to... Black-bagging them into a cell. Or being kept away from their children in, you know, when they come over the border. You know what I mean? No, that's not happening to them. That's strange, isn't it? Mm. And the fact that they've got a supposed Christian in charge... I think think the Muslims and the Mexicans might have it a little bit worse. I saw something in the week where this uh, Native American senator or congressman was like accosted by one of his constituents in the street for like, you're not from here, you shouldn't be my congressman. And it's like, no, he is from here, love. He was here for your family were. I mean... Well, there's a lot of that shit about, isn't it? Well, should we, should we try and wrap up? Wait, I mean... Who's got it for you, Ben? Jesse Lee Peterson's a strong contender for his just batshit insanity. Uh-huh. But I had no idea where Alex was going with that. Yeah. And if we're going to say never go full Alex as a term... Mm. I think Alex wins it, even though Jesse Lee Peterson is batshit insane. Yeah, I'll go with Alex too. He ended with Americans nuking themselves. So, yeah. What are you saying, Mike? Well, I was going to go Jesse Lee Peterson, but I might vote well, so Alex wins. Well, I am saying, you know, let's not take that away from he him. He is nuts. He's fucking crazy. <laughs> and how he's got a talk show, I've no idea. Yeah, but uh, that's the internet for you. Yeah. Everyone's got a voice. Everyone's got a talk show yeah. nowadays. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Three functioning alcoholics <laughs> with with mild drug addictions <laughs> battling into our microphones. The internet's a wonderful democratic place. So yeah, should we wrap this bad boy yeah, up? Yeah, got some Sunday sport headlines. Oh, oh shit, yeah. Can I, can I just put a big shout out to anyone that's liked the page recently? And mm. um, we've had a lot of new likes on the Facebook. It's always pleasant to see on Facebook, which is cutting the ball in the post with Apocalypse uh, on Twitter at Apocalypse Ball as well. And mm. um, we appreciate every comment you make. Mm. And uh, you ever any show suggestions? By all means, do um, inbox a show. Yeah, let's let's interact in a nice way. Let's let's be Be let's have a nice community. Or I will insult you. Or Gaz might insult you, and then stalk your Facebook profile and get twenty four hour (laughs) ban. And now we'll finish with the headlines of the week. Most important headlines of the week. Sunday sport headlines. Fantastic! Everyone loves the Sunday sport in this flat. Oh yeah. Okay, what's the headline? Okay. Bong. I asked to look like Ken Doll, not Ken Dodd. <laughs> oh, I've just said the before and after. That's so, oh, that's so badly photoshopped. It's unreal. It's fucking incredible. Um, by all means, listen, please do check out the Sunday Sport uh, website. It's it on Facebook, Mike. Yeah, it's on Facebook. So it's on Facebook, the Sunday Sport. Ken Have Dodd. a scroll for their timeline photos. You will see the most hilariously photoshopped image of a man. Teeth aren't even. <laughs> teeth? They're not even real by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> and, why, and why a fat 40 year old man was like a Ken doll is 
to be on me. Barry's plastic surgery nightmare. It's oh, he's called Barry as well. Oh. <laughs> he's, he now looks like Ken Doll. <laughs> and I bet he'd legally change his name to Ken Doll. <laughs> I Ken, hope this is true. I, I know it probably is. Mike, look at the photo. <laughs> I know. Them teeth aren't even a good Photoshop job. It might be a really bad plastic surgery job. <laughs> Was it the bloke who made the Joker in the original Batman? He's got a hacksaw and some pliers. Yeah. Someone just wanted some journalist just wanted to use the line. Kendall, not Ken Dodd. Of course, Ken Dodd is Happiness, happiness. Because Ken Dodd, having recently died. Well, his, his estate wanted him to bond a few royalties. Fuck me, execute him if he's real. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that though. I mean, it would be. Oh, I'm going like Ken Doll in the Ken Doll in, in the morning. Wake up and look in the mirror. Did he? <laughs> Did he? Doddy? Oh no! And you have badly He's got two team. tickling sticks attached to his hand. Oh, oh no! I can't even wait. Happiness, <laughs> happiness. <laughs> What we're more amusing is that they actually transferred Ken Dodd's brain, which had been kept on ice since his death, into his body. He did live quite a long time, Ken Dodd, didn't he? So, yeah, oh, he's the not... magic of laughter. <sighs> what a cunt. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, now, what's next? Bong. <laughs> Never let a rival, a love, love rival. rival, do your makeup. <laughs> and here's a woman who's had a... Picture of penis drawn on her face, <laughs> all over her face. The balls are circling her lips and mouth area, and the shaft runs up past her nose and onto her forehead. And it's a, as a penis illustration goes, it's fucking amazing. It's, it's sparkly. <laughs> You're supposed to believe that she sat there <laughs> while her mate drew a sparkling cock on her face. Just didn't let her look in the mirror, then said, "Let's go down the club, Tracy." Just. Look at her forehead to the side. Ah. It's got moisturiser on as drabs of spunk. It's a work of art. It's a work of art, but my God. <laughs> How dumb are you, love? I would definitely try and pull her if I saw her. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking loves cock so much, she's drawing it on her face. <laughs> Go out to the club. We must not have come on. I don't know what is. <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> Oh, Maybe man. that's like some some bukkake code sign. Yeah, it might be. That's fucking can't be real. <laughs> Wouldn't she have noticed? Why you put so much glitter in the middle of me face, lad? Why is that moisturiser got any dabs on the one side of my phone? Yeah. Oh, Feels yeah. like you haven't rubbed yeah. it in properly. Yeah. Can I look in the mirror? No, just me, Tracy. Funny as fuck. Yes. Have we got one more. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. How many? We got one more. I don't know how many we got. One, one, one. Oh, let's do at least two. I like this. Bong. They call him Stokesy at school because he's a hard little cunt. What the fuck? Proud mom's boast. Is this to do with the cricket player who beat somebody up? Is that what it is? I think so. She looks far too old to have a child that... That size. It's photoshopped. I know that. I mean, he's got Stokesy's head on the fucking kid. But, I mean... That's creepy for a start, and second of all, she looks like 60. <laughs> well, what's he been doing? Beating the shit out of other kids at school? Yeah, I pretty guess. much. Well, good on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Not much more to that one. No, really. Bong. 
Ice gems turn my wife into a monkey. And there's a man <laughs> cradling a monkey. <laughs> How? Oh, fucking hell. Can you read some of that, guys? When concerned friends and family began turning up at Frank Wilkinson's house asking about the whereabouts of wife Janet, he brushed them off with a string of fibs. <laughs> no. But when Janet's mother, smelling a rat, went to the family, sent the family solicitor to investigate, a tearful Frank confessed the awful truth. <laughs> His wife of ten years had turned into a monkey after scoffing too many iced gems. Oh. Why ice gems? It happened nothing to do with monkeys. Frank, 35 of Ipswich, Suffolk, decided to speak out in the pages of Sunday He's Sport not 35. after local gossips began suggesting something sinister had happened to Janet. <laughs> the tearful bank worker said, I, lo I love Janet with all my heart. And it's terrible to see her trapped in that little monkey body. <laughs> Sorry about the smell, by the way. It's the drains. <laughs> I told her she was eating too many ice gems, but I had no idea it would turn her into a chattering simian. <laughs> Don't look in the cupboard under the stairs, please. Still the quote. I'll never forget coming down, coming home to find her like that. I'd been to B&Q to get a shovel and a saw <laughs> and some sheets of polythene. Are you making that up? Is that true? Is That's that what it says. No. And when I came home, there was a monkey sitting in the living room watching Money for Nothing. That was Janet's favourite daytime show. I've that enough. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> clearly this man has killed his wife. <laughs> and bought a monkey. <laughs> maybe the well, maybe he bought the monkeys in approve, so he killed her and kept the monkey. I hope he's not performing carnal mm. activities with this oh, poor little monkey. I think he may well be. To try to prove his point. I'm innocent! It's, Look, it's wanking me off! Uh, I trained it! It's not a very big monkey. <laughs> well, I think that. I don't think you're going to top that one. No. <laughs> no. There, yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, and he's 35 and looks 50. That's yeah, it. well, that's what the stress of murdering your wife and claiming <laughs> she's a monkey will do. <laughs> Lay off them ice gems, people. Lay off them ice yeah. gems. So, do you want to wrap this one up, then? Yeah, yeah so... Um, that's been the movie of Triangle. We've all agreed we'd like it to be Aliens. Yeah, uh, that's some Sunday sport headlines. <laughs> Please go and check out that Facebook page. Um, or don't, because we'll tell you about them later on. <laughs> yeah. And, oh man, it's been great. So, um, I'm going to say uh, I've been Ben. Don't drink the flavour aid. Don't join a cult. Don't eat too many ice gems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say I've been Gaz. Uh, go to Amazon. Search for... Space, I forgot the name of my own book. Uh, Space Force Intergalactic Fascists. Download a free uh, digital copy of that. Thank you. I love you. Goodbye. Uh, and uh, ooh, free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And let me know when you start that course, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, good night. I'll tell you telepathically. <laughs>
All right, fair enough. These are not the droids you're looking for, then. Oh, aren't they? No, no. They won't suck you off. It's not that type of droid. That's the fucking worst World Star 6 bots, damn it. I was promised them. Uh, uh, good on, listener. Night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>